0: Hey guys, welcome to Feature Creatures, DTF, Drinks, Tangents, and Flicks. I am one half of your host, Jordana, and I am joined by my other host, Sam. Hello. How
1: are you doing, Jordana?
0: I'm doing good. Thank you. Uh, tonight, we have our very first guests on the show. I'm super excited about that. We have John and Sean from Dewey Podmonster.
2: Hi. Hi. Howdy.
0: Thanks first guest. I
3: feel, I feel special. Yes, and it doesn't super get pumped
2: any doesn't get any more confusing than having John and Sean, you know, two not similar names at all.
0: No. I love it just because I'm hungover, so it's easy for me to say John and Sean.
1: I love that, so before we started recording, um, I love that we all found out that uh three of the four of us are hungover. Yes. And, one, <laughs> and one of us is mildly ill. Uh, so we're we're all feeling great today. Cheers. It's all drinking
2: that.
3: related. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's all it's called adulting it's what we do so (laughs) it is yeah
0: um so all for different reasons though yeah uh so tonight i thought it'd be fun since we're having our first guest to do the controversial hot takes uh on pretty much anything and everything so um but before we get into it why don't you guys tell us about dewey pod monster how it came to be uh let everyone know so
3: Dewey Podmonster came around because we both Sean and I have worked on different media projects and beer for years now. Mm-hmm. So we started hanging out and talking to each other and we both had a love of like really bad stupid movies <laughs> and other things. Um, Essentially, we just kind of wanted a creative outlet that wasn't just beer focused because as much as we both enjoy and love beer, mm-hmm. it's probably good to have a hobby that doesn't like murder your liver once in a while. So <laughs> um, we came up with the idea of doing a podcast and just kind of centering it around consumption, anything that's consumable and being um that kind of gave us a, an out to kind of stretch our legs into really anything, whether it's movies, TV, beer, uh, music. Um, and that's pretty much all we've done so far, but we're open to whatever. So
1: it's awesome question for you. Uh, because I am also a connoisseur of the, uh, terrible movies. Um, but I often find that terrible movies and massive amounts of alcohol go together like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, yes. So I was just wondering how <laughs> you're like, yeah, well, we wanted an, a, a thing that, I mean, you know, outside of that, but I'm like, they
3: kind of go together. <laughs> yeah. Weed helps too. <laughs> All the above. So, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And the good thing about terrible movies is they're they're terrible but they're fun. Like you get a whole different experience than what you get going to see like, I don't know, Captain America or something. Like there's so much most uh formula that you have to sit through and you have to get through so much like effects and all that in a, you know, triple A blockbuster where it's kind of more entertaining to see, you know, three schmucks who take a camera out, out in the woods and pretend they're killing each other for an hour and a half or something like that. So. I, I <laughs>
1: agree. agree. And when they, and when they actually pull it off and it's actually, you're like, that was pretty good. You're almost you're like way more impressed. Like, like than you are like, if Steven Spielberg makes a good movie, cause you're like, of course he's going to make a good movie.
2: Like, oh, yeah, Right. And I think the ironic thing for me is that I generally don't drink when I watch these movies or partake in anything else when I watch these, because I, I I'm like a note taker for some reason. I was never a note taker before, but I discover a lot of these movies <laughs> when under the influence of different substances. So, you know, we come back and we'll, you know, hey, John, check this. We'll never too young to die. Ever heard of that? No, what's that about? You know, and then we, oh, we go geez. back and listen to it or watch it. And, yeah. you know, you, it's a lot more fun that way. And you
3: should really tell them how you pitched that movie to me because that was probably one of the best pitches I ever got for
2: a movie in my life. I think the general premise of it, if I can remember, because there's a lot of drinking that's happened in between then and now, is um, John Stamos, a gymnast, becomes a super spy taking after his father, and his nemesis is Gene Simmons who plays a hermaphroditic, and that's the, the term that they use in the movie, hermaphroditic rock star named Velvet Ro- Von Ragnar, who, and he actually plays a couple different parts, so he has you know wigs and makeup and yeah, and nobody knows it's the same person. <laughs> yeah, no one. <laughs> the title, Not this, even Gene ne- Simmons. The
1: title of this is "Never Too Young to Die." I know. I'm writing that down. Uh, I am searching yeah. for this immediately tonight.
2: Yeah, and it's on all over Tubi. It's on. It's free. You can yes. you can stream it for free online. So that's the that's the beauty of all of it. God shameless, bless Tubi.
3: Shameless self plug. If you want a companion to go with it, it was the first movie we did for Crummy Movie March. So amazing. Added that. Yes. To the list.
1: Um yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh like I love just crazy movies like that that you find like uh what was like like I, like Jim Cotto, have you guys ever seen oh, yeah. that one? <laughs> oh yeah. Just, okay. uh, oh yeah. So, <laughs> just, it, why, just, why
2: would why would a medieval uh European village have a pommel horse in the middle of their town? Oh so you can kick ass with it, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I mean I started
3: watching Night of the Bums right before we were on here, so nice. <laughs> I'm only about nice only about halfway through it but that might be enough at the same time (laughs) maybe you've
1: gotten enough out of it yeah uh jordano uh this is your concept for the show uh yes so what 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 did you want to talk about today
0: so i think you know doing the hot takes um we could just go around and we can kind of bring up the topic and discuss it do you want me to go first
1: I think I do, because this is your idea, and because inherently this means that we're going to probably piss each other off, uh, so I want you to take the first bullet,
0: so okay. go right ahead. Can. And it's going to be, I know this is going to strike up a lot of conversation, so I'm excited to say it, but uh, so after watching the end trilogy of Halloween by David Gordon Green, I kind of sat back and reflected on... Every single timeline, everything that has to do with Halloween. And I, my hot take is I would rather see a John timeline from H2O over like a Jamie one, because I know a lot of people are saying that if it gets rebooted or something happens again with it, they want to see Jamie. I kind of, I want John. Like I'm more interested in like what happened with him. Cause I kind of want Lori out of the picture. So I mean, I don't she, know if
3: she's kind of aged out of it by this point. So uh um, Yeah.
0: I I just felt like H2O was like a cohesive timeline. Like looking at looking back as a whole, I love one two H two O. Like I think that's the perfect for me, the perfect trilogy. And I really didn't mind Josh Hartnett being John. Oh, he was fine. He was yeah.
1: fine. I actually just had a flashback uh Somewhere around beer 12 last night, I actually put H2O on and I watched about half of it. And then uh, I believe at one point my fiance came in and she was like, she's like, what are you watching? Like Halloween H2O? She's like, this is a piece of shit. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I thought this was a good one, but it's not making any fucking sense right now. Could have been the beer, could have been the movie. I don't know. But I was like, I think I'm done with this one.
3: (laughs) I actually think H2O is one of the stronger movies in the franchise. I think people confuse it with Resurrection a lot, which is
2: kind of funny.
3: Well, it's hard to beat Buster Rhymes Karate against Michael Myers. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) It's epic. uh, I would watch another one of those. I don't care what anyone says. I would Um, too. And I actually think the idea for Resurrection was a little ahead of its time. I think if they were to do that as a single standalone film now, mm-hmm. almost do it as like a found footage type thing, but throw Michael Myers in there, it'd probably do just fine. Oh, yeah. But I'd be fine with I, I I have a feeling whenever they whatever they do with Halloween next, if it were me and it's not me, for better or worse, I would like lean heavy into Halloween three and reboot that because that's a yes. whole different timeline that... It's like people have come around to it now, but for so long, people just shat on it. Um, yeah. And I thought, Jernan, I know you and I have disagreed about Halloween Ends like endlessly since it came out, but yes. <laughs> I really thought that that's what they were going to do with that movie is kind of spin it into the next thing where you could let Michael take a nap for 10 years or whatever mm-hmm. and do two or three movies just off Silver uh, Shamrock, which is what I would want to see.
0: Yeah. But I
3: wouldn't be mad if they went off the h2o timeline
0: at all so i completely agree i thought it was going that way too i i know everyone here has seen it so when i saw that font i'm like we're gonna get some sort of something
3: yeah well and everyone shits on cory and that's fine like but if you wanted to find a way to kind of tie it together silver shamrock would make more sense than what they did because once you go down that path like all doors are open you can do whatever the hell you want and That's obviously not what they did and it you know made most of us mad, but I don't know, half the room liked it, so
1: I truly disliked kills, so I was like um I very I was like hoping against hope. I'm like, please go silver shamrock in three, like just mm-hmm. let's let's just go fucking nuts with it. And like just and again, I, I'm on the side that uh I did not enjoy ends. I enjoyed ends less than I enjoyed kills, and I really didn't enjoy kills, so uh did not have a good time. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't know. Kills is one of my favorite lines in the entire franchise, though. With What's the, that like? uh, it's got Tommy like climbing over people and screaming "Excuse me" while screaming "Evil dies tonight" at the same time in the middle of a <laughs> hospital. It's, I mean, that whole movie is kind of ridiculous, but his saying "Excuse me" as he tramples someone and then proceeds to "Evil dies tonight" is just that
2: is Chef's kiss for me. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, sean did you like ends
2: i did like i don't have a lot of preconceived notions about what i want halloween to be
0: mm-hmm. and
2: like john was saying like three at you know seeing three not to kind of steer it into three but when i saw three as a kid and you know you're you have limited options to see these movies and you you see another halloween movie and you're like i'm going to go watch the new you know whatever the latest halloween movie i can get my hands on and it turns out to be silver shamrock and snakes and spiders and shit come out of a mask you're like oh this, 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 this is what i was looking forward to right. but it, it, putting it you know watching it with adult eyes it it's a lot better and and it would have been really interesting for them to do with ends to you know like john was saying to kind of open the door spin it off and do something kind of give michael a, a little bit of a break but i didn't have a problem with it um i kind of liked the twist of having the two killers you know um Corey basically being like the apprentice to michael yeah but i don't have a lot of i mean halloween's not one of the one of the franchises i keep in my back pocket to watch here and yeah. there I, i'm very much like a single viewing kind of guy and move on to the next piece of shit basically so <laughs> I don't I don't really get too upset about any of that stuff, but it, I thought it was entertaining. I mean that's that's kind of a, a good mark for me if I can be entertained regardless of what the context is then you know
3: I remember you being most pissed off that the bum wasn't played by John Carpenter. So. yeah, he looked he, that was
2: like such a a perfect you know yeah. would have been a perfect cameo for Carpenter right. to step in. He kind of looked like him so he
0: did I thought I thought it was him too and I was like, okay, that could redeem some points <laughs> and then it wasn't and I was like, fuck.
1: <laughs> I, th- I think Carp- Carpenter would have been good. I would have taken Shatner too, because you know, like the whole. I would have taken that. Well, yep. entertaining So <laughs> yeah.
0: But we did get a Nick Castle cameo at the at the bar, so I, that I'm okay with that. But I, I was hoping that we'd get like Allison leaving Haddonfield at the end, and then getting like mm. a panning to like a, a, a warehouse, and then the music start playing, and then the masks start shooting out. Like I would have been fine. Even that- yeah, even that, at least
3: you're opening the door for something. You know, you're yeah. you're setting a bigger picture than what they did. And again, although I liked it, I can certainly see why people were pissed off at that movie. Because there's a lot of things. One, we both agree, all of us agree, that's a horrible way to end a trilogy. Like, you open yeah. more doors than you close. And that's seems like a bizarre, you know, way to take it. But if you look at it as a standalone movie without really thinking about what Kills was and what um, 2018 was, mm-hmm. I think it's all right. So... Certainly better than fucking Halloween 5.
2: So, I mean, generally, at the end of a trilogy, yeah. you want to be closed, like, tying all the loose ends and ending yeah. it so you can start your next thing. But it's like, is this going to be a trilogy? Are they going to move on and continue this?
0: Yeah. Why and do do it that way? That's what I thought we were going to get was, like, some finalization of Michael and Laurie. And, Lori. and hmm. I'm a huge Halloween fan, so I wanted that. Like, I wanted to see Laurie get killed. I wanted to see Michael get killed. I wanted it to be like this brutal Finally. ending. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, I think that's what I'm so stuck on, but as a standalone, I totally agree. I think it would have been fine mm. as a standalone, but
3: I'm all for any movie that has Chris Nelson doing effects in it too. He's key. He, although he keeps attaching himself to movies that don't get uh, a lot of love in the horror community, mm-hmm. his effects work is, and he won an Oscar for a reason. He does a, he kills it every time he's on anything. So, yeah, Cool. Um, John,
1: do you want us to go with... We'll just go around the circle here. Do you want to uh, give us what, one of your hot takes?
3: Sure. <laughs> so, mine's pretty short and to the point. Rob Zombie is horrible at everything. Every media like <laughs> endeavor that he does. Every movie that he makes. Every time he puts his wife on screen, I have to listen to her. Every song that he makes. Rob Zombie is just fucking terrible at everything.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I think we can get a resounding
0: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh he I needs agree. To wash
3: that. his fucking hair. He needs to stop. Like,
1: oh, we're gonna take like in like he... the man's hair. Oh
3: god, <laughs> I, I can't stand him. He's one of my least favorite people, and um, I generally don't like to be the guy who's like, this guy's fucking terrible, and everything he does is terrible because you know, I don't, I don't like to yuck someone's yum, but. Right. He's just yuck. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I absolutely agree with you. When it comes to his movies, I admit I was a Midwest dirtbag kid so like in middle school I had like Hellbilly Deluxe and shit. So like there's a little bit of nostalgia there for me music-wise. <laughs> it's terrible music, I admit. Um like White Zombie, fine. I don't I don't know. It's awful. It's awful. It's like it's like Kid Rock with fucking horror. Um but it's oh. terrible. Um, but uh the, the movies, I'll be honest with you. I keep I, I, I know people get excited, and like it was right around the time that like, 31 came out and people were talking about it, and I was like, this is the dumbest like not even fun. This is the dumbest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh so I'm with you on the movies. I hate I hate Rob Zombie's movies.
3: <laughs> Has yeah. anybody ended up seeing the monsters? I was gonna try to subject myself to <laughs> it and I couldn't do it. So no. <laughs> the last thing I watched of his was Was it Three from Hell? The last of that trilogy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it is. It's fucking awful. And if he's going to have a movie that's, like, his best movie, it's probably The Devil's Rejects. That's Of the ones that he's done, that's probably the one that is, like, the most watchable. I'm not going to call it enjoyable. But this just, like, it's like, well, I did some things sort of right. Could I get better? Sure. But I'd rather just fucking... Had Give Sherry Moon Zombie more time and just, uh, you know, he, I wonder how much better you could be if he just hired a writer for any of his movies. Like, that there would be a starting point, but yeah. doesn't seem like he's got any interest in doing that.
1: And if he didn't hire his wife for every movie, that's a big reason I can't watch The Munsters. I'm like, I just mm-hmm. don't want to see her badly act for an hour and a half in something that looks like, if it physically, it, it physically looks like shit and... Mm-hmm. I don't need, you know, her to <laughs> attack my eardrums as well. Like, I just... No.
0: Oh, God. I, I don't
1: can't. don't
3: even necessarily have a problem with her putting him putting her in his movies because, I mean, they're married. And I guess if I was a filmmaker and my wife wanted to act, I'd probably do the same thing. I can respect that. I mean, and he's certainly not the first director to use the same stable of actors for, like, every fucking movie they do. Yeah. But you should be bright enough to say she's kind of the worst thing in every single movie that i make maybe we should just i don't know have her be like restaurant clerk or
2: something as opposed to lead role so i agree speaking of clerks do it like the kevin smith uh the kevin smith model where his wife's in it but she's like a bit part Yeah. yeah
3: yeah or um how many movies did uh what's her face from uh when she was married to Carpenter? She had just like a bit role in half his movies for She's a while, yeah,
0: yeah. And and it's funny that you say that because someone on TikTok was talking about like defending Rob Zombie, saying, "Well, John Carpenter used like these whole bunch, you know, these actors over and over, and it's like, but they were good, like it right. worked, like Jamie Lee Curtis in the Fog, you know, Halloween, like it worked. So this doesn't. And to your point, John, like. I wouldn't want my husband to spruce me up if I sucked. I'd want him to be like, oh, honey, why don't you sit this one out? Like, I wouldn't want to embarrass myself or my husband's movies if I was bad.
1: At a certain point, doesn't it just become like... The vanity becomes so clear to see that I think the audience just starts to not give a fuck anymore. Right. Um, I'm I'm brought to mind... um, not that I enjoy her movies, but they basically say Melissa McCarthy is, like, just is cannibalizing her own career because everything she does now, she has to involve her unfunny fucking husband as, like the main care, even in her commercials for like Priceline or whatever, like he's in those. And it's like every movie that he's in with her, like fucking bombs and like is, is terrible. And she's just like, Nope, I'm going to fucking keep going. Me, me and my hubby all the way. And it's like, don't you like making fucking money? I don't get it, but whatever. Yeah.
3: Like, doesn't, he, doesn't he direct or produce or something like that on all her films too? He, he does. I he's involved so. in the creative as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So,
3: yeah, I, I don't know him as well. I, I the only thing I can think of him in was um Bridesmaids. But yeah. yeah, it's just not that I want to give Kevin Smith praise, but at least he's figured out that his wife sucks at acting. He like has her on screen for two minutes and then he goes on to, you know, abort the rest of his movies into some other pile of garbage. So <laughs> aside from Tuss, Tuss was entertaining.
0: So Yeah, like Tuss was awesome.
1: I'm I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, but I uh, I, I can understand the uh, the hatred because I'm starting to get there with his most recent stuff.
3: Oh, clerks! I've, we've been putting off. A clerk's three episode because we both don't want to watch it again. So I,
1: I held, I haven't even watched it yet because I'm so afraid to because he's gone off the fucking deep end. Like, I think his last movie that was worth what I didn't like, Tuss, to be honest, but interesting. Mm. There's stuff there. The mm. last movie that he made that I actually enjoyed was Red State. And I'm like, that yeah. was like how many years ago? Like 15 years ago now? <laughs> like, yeah. And he's yeah.
3: making a sequel for some reason. So is he just going to make the same movie again like he has with Jane, Son, and Bob and clerks? And if you watch, not to spoil Clerks too much for you, but if you listen to anything that he does, because he mm-hmm. talks constantly, mm-hmm. it's the same fucking movie as his podcast. Or if you've heard his heart attack story, that's what this movie is. Oh, so. great.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: That sounds like what I was hoping for in a clerk sequel. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> did you guys watch Yoga Hosers? I did.
3: And Did I you like really that did. one?
0: Didn't like that one? I liked some of the, so at the time when
3: it came out, I was listening to um, two of his podcasts on a regular mm-hmm. basis. So I liked all the inside jokes from that. Yeah. Um, but by the end of it, when the Little Sausage Demon guys came out, I'm like, all right, this is, I'm either, <laughs> I'm either too drunk or not drunk. Either way, this isn't working. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't do this. So
1: Uh back to the nepotism there though, I will say Kevin Smith is smart enough to know that about his wife, about Jen. I don't think he's smart enough to know it about his daughter, because his daughter is not a good actress, and yet she got to be the lead role in his fucking movie and now pops up in every one of his fucking movies. And I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. she is not good. Like
3: she's fine in uh once upon a time in Hollywood, but she doesn't talk in that movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That says a lot. So She
3: needs to be a mute is what
1: we're saying all right, Right.
0: <laughs> noted
1: <laughs> uh sean uh, I believe that will bring us to you what 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 do you what's one of your hot takes
2: oh i don't i wasn't prepared the only like one of the things really short like we talk about this and John knows my i don't know I can't even say love hate just hate like do clowns have a heavy uh spot in the modern landscape do, do clowns like should they be in movie? Like, does anybody give a shit about a clown? Is there anybody? Is there anybody that is of age that knows what the fuck a clown does besides be scary in a movie? Like, when have you seen? When have you gone someplace? I haven't even seen a, a clown at a kids party. No, it's true.
1: Yeah, that's been very out. true. To
2: be honest with you, too people. many, too many clowns in regular culture. I guess Ronald yeah.
1: McDonald has been phased out. Like, there's like, oh the yeah, mo- the true. most famous clown doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> they murdered him or stuck him in a box. I don't
3: know. <laughs> it's it's like Eric the Clown from that one episode of Seinfeld. Oh, with by and- John Favre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so,
0: or what about David Arquette? Is wasn't he training to be a clown?
3: Oh, I'm not sure. Steve was uh, a clown for a while. Yeah. So
1: yeah, David trained to be a wrestler. At like 52, I know that. I,
0: I could have, I have to look it up, I could have sworn that he was doing like, he was bringing back Bozo, and he was doing like the makeup, and he was. That was just Courtney Cox. <laughs> <laughs> that was Gil Weathers. <laughs> you saw Scream 6, I'm sorry. Uh,
1: I. That's a really good point, that the, the clowns outside of scary clowns
2: in movies don't, exist anywhere and it's not something i've ever really truly thought of. Yeah. I I really don't like clowns, so that's i think about it all the time.
0: Like you Like you, you know you
2: you hear stories like oh i don't like clowns, chlorophobia or whatever it's called. Yeah. I know. I mean, John, like we we had a big conversation on killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. And i had like nightmares of clowns killing my parents and stuff like that and as a ch- well, as an adult, no. Uh as a child. And <laughs> just like I cannot do the clown thing. It, it I don't really dis. They just make me irrationally angry for some reason. Um. But you know, we have Terrifier is probably the biggest, most recent clown kind of property that we have. Yeah. But you know, like, who is this for? Who who are who are Jordana. the scary clowns for? <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> <Me>. Jordan. <Jordana laughs> right. loves Terrifier. Yeah. Well, I mean, but just clowns yeah. in
1: general. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I guess
1: just for psychos. I mean, mean, really, what else are they catering
0: to at this point? Clowns scared the shit out of me. Like I, they, we went to like a haunted house and they, you went in this like canopy tent and all of a sudden like the the lights went off and you hear that. And I, and I, I think I was like 30 and I was like, (gasps) and I took off running. My husband's like, where are you going? I'm like, ah, and I knew they were coming out and they just chased people. It was like this backwoods haunt. I was terrified. I couldn't breathe. I was like, "Fuck."
3: The idea of backwoods clowns sounds horrible.
0: Exa- I was. I'm thinking. i, I You. It's like a, a lot out back of someone's house. You know what I mean? I'm. I just thought worst case scenario they're really gonna kill us.
2: <laughs> Dirty denim I mean, overalls, polka dot, flouncy shirt. You know. Yeah. yeah. Bad makeup. That's backwoods clowns. No thanks.
0: That's all that was there. <laughs> and I mean,
1: the only other thing about besides killer clowns in movies, I can think. Do you remember like? was this like five or six years ago when like it was like a nationwide epidemic of like i'm guessing just weirdos who were walking around towns dressed as clowns like just that was right out. at
3: the beginning that was right at the beginning of covid for was it reason. okay yeah yeah i because it made the news i was like oh great like i can't go outside and if i do go outside there's gonna be a fucking <laughs> clown <client I've heard laughs> i'm gonna have to fight so <laughs>
2: yeah one I, other reason not to go outside right yeah
3: I, and then
1: I, I recently, because I was again, I was just drunk watching YouTube last night, and like that, there's someone was talking about like how a, a a person got killed because they dressed up as a clown and chased some guy down with a knife as a quote unquote prank for YouTube, and the guy had a gun and he just bam, like shot the dude, and I was like, well, you got that's that, that's
3: not that. I wonder, you got to know that's happened more than once. Maybe not as a clown, but a prank where someone just got shot because they didn't think like maybe this guy i'm pranking has a pistol so yeah
1: it sounds like sean would not have a problem uh uh, taking that clown
2: out there was (laughs) like a story about a yeah a prankster in a mall or something that got shot yes i i don't remember what the context was but
1: that just happened that's actually i was watching a video about that when they brought up the clown one from before (laughs) um so yeah so I, I, I think that's i I'm surprised more of these don't happen
2: to be honest. Yeah. That you don't hear yeah. about it every day. I jumped out of a garbage can and got shot in the stomach.
0: <laughs> Weird.
2: <laughs> Correlation. I, I think that clown, it's
1: crazy. that is it clown? I believe it's like one of the top five, like fears, like that people have, like, like, you oh, know, I'm the, sure. I think it's like death, death, spiders, Uh, public speaking I think is actually number one if I'm correct Uh, and I'm pretty sure that uh, Clowns is up there I think it fucked a lot of people up it fucked me up I know that
0: yeah it was scary
1: the original I should say I was terrified of that movie my brother used to like get me to run out of rooms didn't matter where we were he'd just be like he would just pretend that he was going to put a tape in whether or not he had the tape and I would
2: just (laughs) scream and run out of the room (laughs) I was stupid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> I, just, I just watched a whole like two-hour documentary about the making of that of that abc it like yeah. miniseries two-part thing is
1: that the pennywise uh one yeah time? yeah i saw that at the store i didn't grab it I was yeah, it was
2: pretty interesting yeah i mean it's like solely surrounding the 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 miniseries itself so if you know if you're a fan of the miniseries it's almost like a completionist kind of thing but yeah and, you know, surprisingly, as much as I hate clowns, I would you know, I, it's a documentary. I got to watch it, you know, regardless mm-hmm. of what it's, about, what it's about. Yep. We use a Plex server for all
3: the shows we do. And when I saw that pop up on that server, I was like, really? Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm a man of many interests. Yeah.
3: All
1: right. All
0: right, Sam, what you got?
1: Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to go for a big one here. Um, and uh, I think that, The Hellraiser franchise sucks I have not liked the only the only one I have enjoyed actually is the remake and even that I moderately enjoyed um I am a I have never enjoyed the Hellraiser franchise to me it has always been extremely convoluted at best at making any sort of sense I think the imagery that Clive Barker used is what gets it by and that Honestly, I think just people are like, hey, SM, that's cool. Like, I don't know. I just, but gen- genuinely, I just feel like as a narrative, maybe one, maybe because Frank's the villain in one, and there's some semblance of a story there. But beyond that, the fucking, I think the whole franchise is a disaster. And now I'm going to cower because I feel like people love this franchise. <laughs>
2: like, I've only seen the most it. recent one. That's the only one I've ever even seen.
1: Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay. All
3: right.
2: Yeah. I've the- seen up to like four. And, I
3: feel like I should have kept watching because I know they made like twelve of them and they yes. get pretty bad, yeah, like pretty really bad. But <laughs> I just didn't care. So
0: <laughs> I've seen one and one through three, and I I don't I don't mind them. Like I I'll watch it, but it's not like it's a top franchise. Like I I I enjoyed the first one, but um, I can see it. I can see where people don't like it or it doesn't make. You know what I mean? Like it's not appealing i get it
2: i feel like at this point all those character designs are just so edgelord you know shock value oh look at that thing it's got the pins all over its head i mean that's you know look at that thing it's got a vagina on its kneecap (laughs) like really is this where we're going with this we can't we can't do any better than this you know
1: uh a hundred percent i'm so i was i'm shocked i thought there would be more defenders um I, i just i i just feel like when you watch them, like. I even as a kid and like I I was like I maybe I was as a kid I was like maybe I'll understand this when I'm older and then like I go back as an adult and I'm like this maybe makes less sense now like I don't even understand (laughs) what's happening like and like to take like help Pinhead, Pinhead or the priest or whatever the fuck his name is was only in the first movie for like collectively like four minutes so then to be like okay now the next movie, he's going to be in it for an hour and a half. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like, I, it just it, it it just seems weird. Uh, like he doesn't fit. I feel like as like a, a Michael or a Jason or a Freddy. Uh, like like he just doesn't fit for me in that. I don't know what's different about him. Um,
3: he talks too fucking much. I, I think so.
1: <laughs> yes. He's that I, evil. He and I feel
3: like
1: because you're like well you had to fucking open the box and you had to really go through some steps to get to him i'm like yeah you kind of fucking get like deserve to get it it's not like i don't feel bad for you like i feel worse for the (laughs) horny teenager who just wanted to fuck and smoke weed and then you know like i can relate to that but uh Mm -hmm. that's that's my thoughts
2: i think when that new one when the new one came out i thought about like watching a few of the 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 movies but then as i read kind of more at how much i needed to watch it was kind of mm-hmm. like diminishing diminishing returns i just felt like eh, i got there's other trash i can watch that i'm gonna really enjoy so i'll just go <laughs> watch that trashy shit sean what did you think
1: of the of the remake so if, if, if that's the only one that you've ever seen yeah. um, wh- what what was your thoughts on like the stepping into this realm
2: i just i mean it i thought it had interesting concepts i thought it was gonna be a lot i don't know scarier than it was i mean it's really like a thriller but it just didn't there's just not much to it it's kind of confusing and convoluted and like you said the the box and all this shit like i don't at the end of the day you're just kind of like i i don't i don't really care you know we have this guy that's like the agent for the super rich dude with all the gears and shit in his guts or whatever it is that he had i mean at this point i can't even remember much about it but it just didn't really hit me and I think I was the proponent between John and I was like, yeah, we should watch this new Hellraiser movie. And I don't, I don't remember. I don't think John was like, he wasn't against it. He's never been against any of this. I mean, shit, he watched Black Devil All From Hell and didn't protest too wasn't much, but I was thrilled about it. Yeah. But you know, I was <laughs> the one that wanted to watch it because I kind of wanted to see if it was something worth getting into. And by the end of it, it was just kind of like, okay, I mean, this is like a, it's decent. It's well-made, but it didn't really do anything for me. Jamie have... Clayton was pretty good. And in, in, as pinhead or whatever i thought she was
3: good um yeah. especially considering for lack of better wearing the shoes that she had to fill i thought she was great and just the like hate that she got before that movie even fucking came out i mean yeah. was like i hope this is the biggest thing in horror for the next like five years just to piss off all you fucking yes. like assholes that are mad that she's trans or whatever so which yeah.
1: I, and i'm not like a super fan um one of the uh, one of our friends uh you guys, might know her as well. Lonely horror, uh, you know her, and um, she's whatever she, she loves Hellraiser. And yeah. she was telling me that she's like, well, and she loves the book too. Uh, something part i don't remember what it's called but i guess uh, the book
3: is pretty like super homoerotic so yeah well she said all
1: of the cenobites in the book are actually supposed to be presented as like gender neutral like they're just yeah. and i'm like so what's the fucking issue here like i didn't understand why people were so angry well i know why they're angry because they're right. assholes <laughs> yeah but, but yeah uh but all in all i will say i i just to to end my point. I actually think the remake is the best version of Hellraiser, and even then, I'm still like C. plus. It's like it's, it's it's worth the watch. I'll watch the next one when it comes out, but I think they're yeah. doing a TV show now, actually, is what I think they're doing. But we'll, well see how that terrible. Goes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <It does> sound-
3: <laughs> are they gonna have Hulu's branding all over it again? Because I thought that was really funny. No, the- every time they put the hellraiser logo up they had hulu and neon green letters right on. they'll show it on
1: freestyle (laughs) yeah i i don't really think it'll work as a tv show since this okay we have tangents in our our title here what do you guys think because me and jordan have talked about this the fact that now it seems like studios are like focusing more on like everything needs to be a series and like i feel like they're focusing less on just making a good hour and a half long movie and they're like no 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 10 episodes, you know, you got to watch all that. What do you guys think about that?
3: We talked about this just recently in our Last of Us episode because they trimmed down how many episodes they put in that uh, show because they couldn't fill, I think they started with 10. But even with that, they still had two episodes that were kind of throwaway episodes. I really like when TV is willing to say, we have eight episodes of content, so we're doing eight episodes. I don't care that you ordered 10. Yeah. Um, But... (laughs) As far as like the need for one or the other, I mean, we're in a different age of TV now where people can get away with a lot more, do a lot more with it because it doesn't seem like the you know rating system is quite the same. Mm-hmm. So I think it's cool that people are going to go in and start exploring that. On the other hand, I really like things that are an hour and a half or less, and I can just forget about after that. So I, I do miss the the short to the point, like in and out movie even like outside of horror like when's the last time you just went and saw like an hour and a half long comedy movie that had no attachment to anything else
0: right well like last night when i went to see mario brothers that it was super short but it was i'm glad that they they didn't drag it out and it was almost two hours and they have like all this weird shit it was to the point it was Mm -hmm. funny and it was done and i'm like even for like a kid for an adult like perfect yeah yeah and they need to go back to that because, well, to your point too, John, when's the last time we've seen a good comedy?
2: <laughs> yeah, that too. So, you know, I feel like I'm a proponent of take as long as it takes to tell the story, but make sure it's a good story. Yes. You know, don't, if it, if it's a, it doesn't have to be a 24 episode thing. Cause I'm never going to watch that. Like these days I don't have time for that shit. So no. if it's, you know, if I like sometimes Netflix, you'll have those like limited series where it's, three or four episodes and it might be an hour maybe an hour and 10 minutes or whatever that's fine but then they go overkill with that and then everything's a limited series and they're all for you know two hour episodes you are like oh my god i just want to get to the end and there's not <laughs> enough story on half those things because the last like you get all the real juicy shit in the first episode and then the next two are just kind of like okay filler and then the last episode is the conclusion but yeah you know, if it takes you, if you can do like a BBC show or like a lot of prestige TV now or HBO kind of stuff where it, they maybe show something in eight hours or six hours or 10 hours, whatever it is, if it's a good compelling story that entire time, that's great. But if it can be told in an hour and a half, oh, shit, I'm, I'm all about economy. Like go ahead go ahead and <laughs> ramp this shit up. Let's just get the show on the road.
1: Yeah. I feel like they're, they're just chasing like a lot of these Their studios are chasing these as well. Like I think I, I don't want to say like I, I'm not going to speak for all horror fans here, but I think after waiting however long we've waited to get something in the Friday the Thirteenth you know series again, and then they announced prequel TV series, I don't think I think everybody was just like collectively like God damn it,
0: like are you serious? A huge sigh, like couldn't you just give us just give us a fucking movie? Yeah, (laughs) that's what Friday the Thirteenth
2: fans want. prequel. Prequel
3: TV series on Peacock by A24.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was oh like, my god!" am like, how can you, I mean, just from the logistics of it, I'm sure they'll try and make sense of it, but I'm like, you're going to have to rewrite some history here. Like what, what, what happened at this camp? Is it just going to be horny teenagers? Like, is it wet hot American summer? And, and that's it? I don't know. Uh, but what, I don't
0: know. I don't know about you guys, but like, I don't want that. Like, I want the horny teenagers. I want the cheesy, like, th- that's what worked for Friday the 13th. We knew the formula. And that's how it was. I don't want to hear what traumatic thing happened to make it this, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't want that. And
3: I'm probably the biggest Friday the 13th fan of anyone in this room. Mm -hmm. And I will say flat out, the reason why I love those movies so much, I don't want to think when I go watch something with Jason or Friday the 13th in the title. I want to turn my brain off for an hour and a half and watch a body count pile up, see some tits here and there, and then move on with my day.
2: I don't need
3: to think about it any more than
2: that. And I, I might, dead. I might be the outlier here, but can we just get like, can we just have an original idea? Like, why do we have to keep mining no. this this old fucking dried out well? Like, there's no water yes. anymore. You've already taken all the water out. If you're gonna, if you're gonna make something in the series, make it interesting at least. You know, put a twist on American it. Back in space. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Why not? Space I, station.
1: I, hey, I immediately went through time travel. Let's <laughs> like, let's like, <Yeah>. time travel. <laughs>
0: yeah i agree jason and rome would be kind of fun
2: sequelized prequelized you know superhero shit constantly just move on let's let's come up with some new stories you know even if it's not great at least have a have a new story have a new perspective have a new something that we can get behind
0: we've been talking about that for so long there's been like no originality at all and it's just so upsetting because i feel like I've had conversations with people about just like small things. And I'm like this, why can't this be something? Mm-hmm. So I, I get it. 100%.
2: Yep. I did just watch watch 65. And I got to say, that's the most original concept I've ever seen.
0: Is that with Adam driver? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Was it
3: good?
2: Um, that depends on your interested. definition of
3: good. <laughs> I'm interested how he answers because I saw
2: that on on there. Yeah, TV. I was like, oh, I had to watch this it. A... I had to watch yeah. it. Yeah, because I was kind of you know I think they had a Super Bowl ad or something, and I was really kind of like, okay, well you know, let's Adam Driver's generally a very good actor. He does, a, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's never in a. I mean, I can't say he's never in a bad movie, but he doesn't put a bad performance out. And it was just kind of like, I don't know. It, I, I felt like the whole twist of the thing was. Not knowing for me, because I don't watch trailers or anything, mm-hmm. for me it was like, oh, it's on Earth. It's like I'm
1: speaking to me, me and Jordana talk about this. She watches a bunch of trailers, I feel like, and I watch no trailers. So I'm, yeah, I'm happy to I see another it. person like me. <laughs> I've, been no, because telling,
3: it, I've been telling you since I started talking to you, like, you got to stop watching trailers or you're ruining the movie for yourself. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're just they're giving out everything of the movie. But so I didn't know it was on Earth until I had heard, you know, through the grapevine or through just discourse that it was on Earth sixty-five million years ago. Um <laughs> so yeah, sixty-five. That's pretty clever. But <laughs> I mean it's basically like uh wait
1: going in, say- what did you think the title meant? i had no idea <laughs> okay i was
2: just, curious. It's just your 65th a... movie down drivers yeah. Yeah, then I, I, I like it you're just like 65 cool man all yeah, right let's let's go <laughs> got dinosaurs and some guns and stuff that's cool i like sci-fi shit that's awesome i like <laughs> it. um I like but it. yeah then the kind of story very quickly becomes again i don't uh, the, yeah it becomes like a boy and his dog right like it's it's a man and his companion I don't want to spoil it. You know, I don't know how much is out there cause I don't watch trailers. So I don't know what the fuck they said in the trailer, but yeah. Um, yeah so it just becomes a, like a rescue mission kind of thing. So it was okay, but I wouldn't um, I'm not, I'm not sad that I didn't pay for it. Oops. Was I supposed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> get him. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, and just, to,
0: just to add into the trailer point. I used to love trailers because I'm showing my age, but back in the day we didn't get a five minute fucking commercial the trailer that showed every part of the movie like they do now, like they need to go back yeah. to the old days where they would just do the title, the dude with the deep voice pieces. A, you know what I mean? Show couple- yes. Do that and just leave it for the imagination because way too much now.
3: I do you like when they would do trailers where what's in the trailer is not even in the final cut of the movie?
1: Yeah, that, exactly. that was fine.
0: Yeah. I like, like that.
3: Gives you a
1: general idea.
0: Yeah. And then you can decide, hey, I'm into it. Maybe I'll go see. It's like that intrigue that would, I think, bring you to the movie. And now it's just yeah. like, here, let me just show you the whole goddamn thing.
2: Yeah. And here's the funny part. Here's yeah. the sad part. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I remember end. back in the day going, yeah, going, yeah, exactly. Here, this is <laughs> this is the plot point. This is the end. Yeah. Back in the day, like going on Apple.com and spending an hour to download a 30-second trailer. You know, it was like a big event. Oh my God, you see the new trailer for? I don't know some movie yeah. Chaplin? did you see the, the trailer for Chaplin? <laughs> like uh no yeah you gotta go on apple.com and see it you know it's like okay and then you then your 56k modem and you take you know it takes all night for you to download the, the three seconds of the trailer in some blocky ass pixel shit and you're like man, I really want to see Chaplin now. (laughs) And now, like you said, the movie is just kind of totally ruined and you set your expectation on that. I do like that's That's why I don't watch them is because I set my expectation on the trailer being, oh, this looks great. Mm -hmm. And then you go in it and you learn, you know, you learn after a while that all the funny jokes are in the trailer. The the ending most of the time is in the trailer. You can just watch the trailer like, oh, thanks for uh, boiling this down to three minutes for me. Now I don't have to see the movie.
0: Yeah. And charging me $15 yeah. to sit and watch it. Like, no.
2: So. I'm a, I'm a big proponent
1: of what John said, like where they make a trailer specifically to be a trailer, like to tie it back to what we talked about earlier in my uh, uh, shitty Midwest music taste as a middle schooler. <laughs> I remember watching the trailer for um, How- house of a thousand corpses, which I think it was just like a dude, digging a grave or maybe dig he's digging something with a pickaxe just really spooky imagery i think there's like a body like in a bag or something and then it was just like house of a thousand corpses coming and like my little fucking 12 year old you know marilyn manson mind like exploded and then i you know unfortunately saw the movie and he turned someone into a fish. And I was like, well, okay. Well, but, uh, but like, but uh, like I, I, that trailer sold me on it. I was uh, just very simple. And I, I kind of wish they would make trailers like that. Cause I would watch those.
3: Yeah. That's okay. the thing though. Like I go back to this a lot. I've had this conversation with several people at, in regard tying back to Halloween ends again. If you didn't watch that trailer, you probably had a much better time watching that movie because that trailer basically sold you Godzilla versus King Kong, but with Michael and Lori. I didn't watch it until yep. after I had actually seen the movie. If I had gone into the movie thinking that's what I'm going to get, it's just like Rock 'em Sock 'em Robots with Michael and Lori, probably would have been pretty bummed out at the end of it. So, yeah,
1: I've only seen half the trailer, and Jordana knows this uh jordana did a live once uh before we merged like did our own pod she did a live uh where she was drunk and she's like we're gonna watch the trailer reveal i'm gonna do it with my whole audience and she was drunk and was so into it is that she she would let it go for like 10 seconds and then rewind it and be like, all right, and then and pause it. And then we, we had to talk for 20 minutes and then it would go for like 20 seconds and she'd rewind it. And like at the end of the night, I like she messages me the next day. She's like, oh, you know, whatever. She's like, how do how'd you like it? I was like, we never finished the trailer. We were we talked, <laughs> you, you talked for an hour and a half and never finished the trailer.
0: <laughs> I think I showed Halloween kills. I think I went to that. I, yeah, you ended up going back to Halloween
1: kills kill i was like it's a three minute trailer and i've seen a minute and a half of it in the last hour and a half uh so
0: <laughs> i had a rough night okay that's was... genius that's... That <laughs> it, message, that's how you tease I, the audience i, I can still <laughs> see he's like i you didn't finish it and i was dying i'm like oh my god <laughs> oh i'm
3: horrible kind of bummed i missed that one <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm kind of glad you did
1: yeah, oh it was a great <laughs> one it was I, I mean i that's when i think i was like all right We get along here. We get along pretty well.
0: (laughs) You get me. Uh,
1: uh, Jordana, I think that's going to bring us to you for your
0: second hot take. Okay, so this kind of, like, ties into this one, just because we talked about it. But this is, going to say it. I prefer The Burning over the original Friday the 13th. I think The Burning is... Like with Cropsy, I, I, I just, cause I just watched it like not too long ago and I loved it and I thought it was so much more going on and I don't know. I just, that's my hot take.
3: I haven't watched The Burning in so long, but I'm, a, I'm fine with that because f- frankly, Friday the 13th is about, is square in the middle of that. The first one is about as square in the middle of that franchise is. As you can do it, like there, it's not the worst of the franchise by any stretch, but no, it's definitely not the strongest one that came out of it.
0: I feel like for me, like watch, for like the watchable aspect, I would rather watch like Jason X and watch you know Manhattan and that over the mm-hmm. first one, and it's not like it's just I don't know. Like I, of course with Mrs Voorhees that set up for like you know amazing like Mrs Loomis and Scream Two and. You know that twist but I just felt like Cropsy was such a good slasher and I feel like we should have got more of him and like the summer cat summer camp um, essence and the killings. I don't know the backstory. I just. I like it. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue with you on that one. Sorry. <laughs> I know I was like, <laughs> Sh- shit, but do, do you guys have you guys seen the burning Sean and Sam? nope i have not
1: oh i have um yeah and uh i i've recently when you first pitched that idea that you thought it was better than friday the 13th mm-hmm. um i first had like a, a visceral reaction i was like what are you kidding me and then i was like when i kind of did the math in my head i was like no they're kind of on par with one another uh at least the part one i, I this is the second episode that i wish i had um my script that I have for the original Friday the 13th, I have one of the original, like um, a copy of it of like the original drafts of the Friday the 13th. And it's such a poorly written shitty fucking script that was just written by some like an old pervert uh <laughs> every other line is like her long supple legs and i'm like oh god oh god <laughs> uh so i wish i brought it upstairs and i would read you guys a passage just because it's ridiculous um but i i think that's a fair take and i and jordana you have pitched that you think the burning if you could remake one movie in hollywood you said the burning would be it i think it would be why not like that's a prime movie that a lot of people don't even know so why not remake it
0: i feel like the burning and season of the witch h3 would be amazing remakes and i don't know why anyone hasn't like scooped that up because i that would be like my remake instead of doing the remakes that we're getting the reboots jason Blum two,
1: just heard you whisper that into existence so don't worry
0: i would yeah. go after that motherfucker <laughs> or the prowler even like
1: was it Jason Bloom or Michael Bloom? Jason Bloom. Jason. Jason. Michael yeah. Bloom is fucking Lex Luthor. Never mind. Uh
3: <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing a remake of Maniac, but yeah. Um I mean, you'd have to find someone to keep up with Sphene's effects, but that hasn't stopped other remakes of his. So, didn't well, they remake it with Elijah Wood?
0: Yeah, and they did it from his point of view. Yeah. I, I don't a- want
3: that one. <laughs> I'm going to pretend that doesn't exist. <laughs> so. Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: I, I think the take on having it be from his point of view is like, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd have to watch it, but I just don't feel like it would fit in with Maniac. Cause Mani- you know, right. Maniac's a classic. Yeah. So, I don't know. John, that's just me.
3: I'm with you. John, I think that'll bring us to you for uh, another one of yours. Alright, well, I'm going to stick on the Friday the 13th train then. Kane Hodder is not a good Jason Voorhees.
0: Ooh, oh, you have
3: you have just you've just pissed
1: off so many people that, that heard this. Not me, because I don't care. But I, I'm here to okay, John. Let's I'm hear here why. For it.
3: So Kane Hodder is Jason in part seven and part eight, which is fun. Uh he's Jason and Jason goes to hell, and he's Jason and Jason X. So you have three of the more schlocky movies out of the series Mm -hmm. that being said Kane Hodder's Jason is not scary he's past the point of being like intimidating he's he's barely like in one piece by the end of most these movies yeah you know I I think Ted White is the gold standard of Jason actors personally but Derek Mears did a way better job being an intimidating and crazy as hell Jason than Kane Hodder ever did I got to agree with you. Yeah. I don't know why
1: Kane Hodder uh, is the one that fans seem to latch onto. Maybe just because he seems like a good guy, but I think he marketed himself very well. Is that if you ask a lot of people to name another Jason, they probably couldn't. But everybody Mm -hmm. knows Kane Hodder and now they just associate Kane Hodder with Jason. And I would argue that the average person probably doesn't even know which movies he's in and isn't in.
0: Right. Right. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there, there we go
3: <laughs>
2: yeah i couldn't tell you the difference
0: uh john who okay so the 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 two that you named can you tell us which ones that they played in just to give Ted a little White's
2: in part four um
3: okay. so he's the one who's kicking through doors and throwing people through windows and all that kind of good stuff he just passed away recently too didn't he yeah around christmas time yeah. um Derek mirrors is in the reboot the one that came out in 2009 i think it was yeah um started with Sackhead, turned into underground tunnel jason which for all for all intense purposes that movie did more good than it did bad that's actually as far as reboots go it's actually a really solid reboot uh if you're going to reboot friday the 13th thank you i don't need to totally hear the whole pamela story again you're just going right to jason killing teenagers and that's really yes. all i wanted out of it yeah you could have taken 10 minutes out of him like oh this is how he just pops up behind you I'm like I, I don't really care how I just want him to do it so yeah. <laughs> um the other one I, I can't remember who it was but he's played pretty well in uh who actually played him in part 2 uh I'd say he's another one who played the character well even though he's sackhead Jason and that he looks kind of goofy so
0: yeah I like the the guy that played Jason in part 3 cuz I love mm-hmm part three
3: part three is behind part four for my favorite because it's so fucking goofy yeah so it's my comfort movie it's my movie i put on when i don't know what i want to watch but i want to see a lot of people get like butchered yeah <laughs> comfort yeah yes. uh,
2: sean i think that's gonna bring us to you oh my god <laughs> i'm like thinking this whole time like, <laughs> the gears are I'm turning say? oh yeah oh jesus christ you don't even know <laughs> um i'm gonna say i'm gonna put this the gauntlet down on this there are no b movies after the year 2010 there's no such thing as a b movie anymore. and that's
0: bullshit we need them back <laughs>
2: oh, okay. we, oh yeah no no i agree yeah for we sure yeah need- <laughs> The yeah. way that,
1: the way that came out, Jordan, it seemed like you were like, "All right, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that with the proliferation of all these streaming services and movies just come out, and you know, anybody can make a movie these days. I could make a movie; I'd, it'd be awful, but you, I could make a movie. Any one of us could make a movie and distribute it. Yeah, but it nobody. <laughs> Nobody thinks that their movie is bad anymore. You know, like if we have a um Jim one uh one oh, Jesus Christ, I can't even say his name. The dude that made like um Winorski or whatever. Wino- yeah, yeah. Yes. The Quiet Winoorsky. Place. No, no. Oh. <laughs> that's uh. uh so uh uh Jim Chopping Mall. Yeah. Oh, Chop- okay. Deathstalker Death Stalker 2, you know, all those B movies from the 80s, 90s. Yeah. Now, because anybody can make a movie, it's like there's not they don't have to jump through these hoops to get the funding to get the distribution because distribution is all online. And Mm -hmm. I think that's probably more where I'm going with it is that, you know, we, we see movies like uh, a recent really bad movie that I watched just a minute of that John mentioned the other day to me was Sharkula. And that is like (laughs) that. That's like (laughs) bottom of the barrel movie that I've seen recently. And I don't even know what year that came out.
3: did you get to? It came out last year. Did you get to oh the theme god. song though?
2: Yes, I watched it totally <laughs> just to get the theme song and pull it out of it, and it was that was the best part of the movie from what oh. I even saw. Man, but I don't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Tubi, it's
3: on Tubi. Tubi, I do. Yes, and um, it's what's the, it's basically the Spider Pig song from The Simpsons, but they say Sharkula instead yeah. of
2: Spider oh Pig. Oh my god, it's like a Dick Dale yeah. Sharkula, and that's the only <laughs> word like throughout the entire thing. But that's so, you know, you can do the effects on your computer now. You don't have to hire somebody to do it. You don't have to hire somebody to do even just bare bones, practical effects cost money. You know, you had to have somebody that knew what they were doing to do it. And now without having, like I said, not having to jump through those hoops with distribution, just put it online, put it on YouTube, put it on daily motion, put it on any kind of uh, digital distribution service. And, you know, kind of killed B movies because now there are, now they're like Z Two A minus movies are all the same thing, you know. If it's yeah. not in a, if it's not a wide release, I mean, even big releases are are being released within a month on home streaming services. Yep. Yeah. So it's kind of killed that kind of auteur people who make schlocky shit on purpose. I would agree with you on that.
3: I was we, we had that conversation about fan films and how I just fell into like a rabbit hole of them, and a lot of those can't have a budget. They somehow managed to get actual actors here and there in them but i i've seen and again sticking with the friday the 13th theme uh like five friday the 13th fan films in the last two years that all look better than quite a few movies that we've watched for our show let alone that have like on actual funding to be made so Mm -hmm.
1: I, i feel like the closest that comes to like something that feels like a b movie now is um Oh my God! Uh, is it Whole House? Whole House? I think is the, that it does it. Like Roger Corman's team and whatnot. Like uh, God, they recently made like a. I had to buy it just on the name alone. Uh, Attack of the Fifty Foot Cam Girl. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. It, it's it's <laughs> bad. I, oh,
3: I own it on Blu-ray. Trust me, I'm aware yeah, of how bad it is. And then, like, was the, very disappointed in that movie for several a, reasons. They made a sequel as well. Uh <laughs>
1: Uh, and changed the name of it, which is a fucking weird choice. So nobody knew it was a sequel. But like um, those movies, and like Evil Bong, and all those movies that like they're yeah. they making, like they still kind of have. How many that of those feel. do they
3: have? There's like it seems like there's like thirty of those.
1: I well they tech they supposedly released the last one. Like they ended it during COVID, um, <clears throat> and like I watched it. I think it was the tenth one. And literally, it's <laughs> so disappointing. Jeez. Like spoiler no. alert: not a single person dies. Like, it's no longer a horror movie. It's just them like running a restaurant and then like naked chicks sit down and then like Diana Prince shows up. Love Diana Prince, but like, I'm just like, like she can
3: do whatever she wants.
1: Yeah. So. I'm like, so I'm glad you're here, but I'm just like, it's, it was basically like watching an episode of Seinfeld, but with really bad actors and tits. But like,
0: or it could be like Scream kinda, Six with a bong. Yeah. You kind no of sold me. So. <laughs>
1: Well, that, that that's the only that studio. I I, I don't know if it's Whole House or if it's Corman Studio, uh, but whatever. It would you guys listeners Google it. You'll figure it out. Uh, but like that that studio um, is the closest I feel to B movies. But it almost feels like you said. Like, it feels it, it feels like intentional though. It doesn't feel like like you said like they were scraping together every dollar they could to get distribution and everything. Now they're just they they have their own service so they can shoot it on a fucking iPhone and it'll be up yeah. on the, the digital service tomorrow.
2: So. I I think of things like um and this is kind of old but things like Birdemic, right? When Birdemic oh. came out, that's yeah. intentionally awful. Yeah. And well, the,
1: is it cuz the director thought it was good?
2: <laughs> I that's I don't see. I uh, maybe that's my next hot take. I don't believe that guy. Like I he has to know. Like it's like um the last one I can think of that probably thought they were making something good was like Tommy Wuzo right with the room he thought he was making yes. he legitimately thought he was making good a good movie he marketed it as a drama and then when everybody laughed at him he was at least smart enough to like pivot on that and say no 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 no! i totally no. we meant to make this really bad and if you yeah. if you watch anything that he has done since then it's intentionally bad but it is extremely bad it's like there's he's, no redeeming quality to it
3: yeah. he's got his jaws take coming out though like this Big year. shark
0: big shark i can't wait i'm pumped i'm so excited
3: oh i just hope he voices the shark i think that would be great oh that
1: would be amazing oh my god you guys so i don't like trailers but this was a a teaser that was put at the end of his movie best friends fiends i don't even know what to call that movie it was a it was a teaser for big shark like Years ago, uh, but they didn't have any money for like CGI or anything, so it's just like them in the middle of a street, and someone like just throws a bucket of water, and then they were reacting to the shark <laughs> that isn't on screen. Oh, uh, it was! If trailers were like that, I would watch them all the time.
3: That's pretty much what yeah. Sharkula is.
1: <laughs> oh well, great. Then I then I I'll add that to the list. <laughs>
0: I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I want to watch it tonight.
3: I've seen the post also. For it. <laughs> There's also Sharkenstein, but I haven't watched that one yet. So
0: oh my god. Is that on Tubi uh, 2
3: Yes. I, I, it, I, it comes I, up I after even you it. watch one. It automatically is like, you want to watch this next? I was like, kind of, but it's like 1 oh, a.m. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> Sharkenstein. That's awesome. Damn. Um,
1: all right. Uh I'm gonna jump to my next one, um, which I think is probably my biggest one. So I don't know why I didn't lead with this. I think that the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is overrated.
3: I think the whole franchise is overrated.
1: I also think that as well. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I understand, like, when I watch that movie, I I understand that, like, okay, at the time, it was big and it changed things. But overall, it's a fucking boring movie. Like, there's very little that actually happens. Like, you know, most of it that happens is off camera anyway yeah there's no fight at the end like literally the end of the movie is she jumps out a window runs 20 feet down a road and jumps in the back of a truck like oh like there's no fight there's no there's no comeuppance like i just feel like it's it it feels i think it was a college kid movie and it feels like it It feels like someone who didn't know what they were doing had a great fucking title and it and it sold the the whole franchise for the next 30 years but I will argue that I think that the remake is with Jessica Biel is actually better than anything else in the entire franchise.
3: No, I'm going to strongly disagree with you there. It's all <laughs> about Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and Chop Top and yes. his acid trip chewing scenery. That's that's the the gold standard for that franchise.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I love too, and but even the remake, the 2022, I am like the one percent that loved that movie, and I think that that one was enjoyable to watch because you I, I don't understand what people think they're getting with a texas chainsaw remake like it's gonna be a stupid storyline people are gonna die there's gonna be lots of blood i mean you know after the remake like what were you expecting it was gonna be you're talking about the one last year from netflix yeah
3: yeah i haven't watched that one yet but um i really like the that. one the other the reboot you were talking about, the jessica biel one that was mm-hmm. I still didn't like it that much, but I thought it was, it was fine. It was a good horror movie for what it was. My problem with it is I just don't like this franchise that much. It's not, I mean, until you put them in space, I don't think I'm going to care. So. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Sean, what are your thoughts on the franchise?
2: I've only seen, uh, I think I've seen one and two and the, I guess it's a Jessica Biel one, the remake, the one that was, what was that like 2010 or something? Was it? Even earlier than that? I think 05. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I was going to ask you, Sam, like, for me, when I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre the first time, that, like, blew my mind. Like, the way that, how disturbing it was. Not Not necessarily, it's not, it's not all that gory. Like you said, there is no fight at the end. He just does a chainsaw dance, and it's like the end of the movie, right? But, yeah. When I first saw that movie, when Leatherface first shows up on the, in, in the movie, on in the scene where the door slides open, he hammers that dude in the head and he just drags him in the door closes. I was like, holy shit. And I was probably like 18 when I saw that. Yeah. So I'd seen all this other garbage up until that time. <laughs> and I saw this garbage. But like it, it really just was like, OK, this is what they're talking about. But I think now, because all this time has passed, if I go back and watch it now, yeah, for sure. I think it's super slow. It's yeah. really boring. It's really like the guy, um, the guy they meet in the truck, which I can't remember, or the van where they pick up the hitchhiker guy. Yeah. He's like the brother or whatever. That was I'm just like, just kick this guy out. He's so annoying. Like <laughs> yeah. this guy would be shot if it was 2023, <laughs> right? But um I'm pretty sure he'd be shot if it was Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But at the time it was super disturbing. I think it's hard to go back um and, and view it with with current eyes and say oh that's a shitty movie i mean it yeah it's not it's not great but it is all, what it is
1: i also think like i my circumstances to get me to seeing that movie the first time had set up an impossible um expectation real quickly so i saw the the remake first i was like 16 17 when that movie came out so i saw the remake first and then had to go to you guys will know this but listeners might not there used to be a place called a video store yes <laughs> and i had to go to the video <laughs> store and because the, fr- the, the the remake had just came out like they only had like two copies of the original movie and like it was just constantly out and you to a point i kept asking and asking and like i was like the weird kid who would at the video store every day i had to put my name like on a list and then like they were they finally like called me and they're like okay the movie's in you can come to pick it up and i went and i grabbed the movie i believe it was an old vhs pop it up put it in there and I'm watching it and I'm like this is fucking terrible like this doesn't even look and then I eject the movie and I realized that some asshole put part four in the box of part one so I had to go back to the video store put my name back on the fucking list go through that whole process again and then I finally saw the movie and then you know as like a 17 year old kid who had already seen like all of the Friday the 13th and everything I was kind of like this is the big this is the big lead up like he just bonks him on the fucking head and like you know uh, so it it just there was no way it was gonna meet my expectations and it it hasn't since
3: yeah part four is the mcconaughey one right uh the one with yeah
1: mcconaughey and renee zellweger
3: that one's not without its charm i mean there's certainly some scenery that gets chewed through that movie to say the least so i mean it's worth watching i think
1: just because you're like these two actors went on to mega careers (laughs) like Mm. And it's kind of crazy that they got and in, sucked into that. Also, how did Dennis Hopper get sucked into Part Two, which he is, I believe, gone on record saying it's his biggest regret in his
3: entire life? I don't know. I just told you we were going to be doing an episode on Mario Brothers, and Dennis Hopper doesn't exactly have the—that's true. His yeah. low light reel is certainly just as low as his highlight reel. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fair. I forgot about old King Koopa. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Dennis. Dennis Hopper is the Rayliota. Of the 1990s. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Yeah, I loved him in Speed, though, when he got his head Yo, yeah. whacked by the sign. Uh, Jordana. So, mine, I mean, I feel like, and I we kind of discussed this before, but I feel like uh, Art the Clown is the new Michael Myers. I feel like he kind of, you know, swished Michael away. I feel like Michael's kind of not like washed out but I feel like he's like the new slasher um just by the the, the literal two movies that have come out in the past couple years um and I'm okay with that I, I, I love Michael Myers and I love the Halloween franchise but I for me I I I feel like I personally kind of choose art over Michael
1: early to say I feel like
0: so I feel I, like go ahead. well I I Okay. So Sam doesn't you he openly does not like Terrifier, the the first one. And I feel like oh, shit. Yes. He <laughs> That's what it. I think of it. And when 2 was like coming out, he was like I'm just going to give it a chance and he ended up really enjoying it, which I, made me super happy.
1: It was my second favorite movie of last year.
0: Yes. But I feel like matching him up it's kind of it's kind of parallel in a sense and it's maybe just just the way that I'm looking at it, but like we had the first Halloween no one really knew anything about Michael Myers. No one knew his backstory, what was happening. All we knew was that he was this fucking scary dude stalking Lori and her friends. Throw in Terrifier. You don't get a backstory. You don't really know what the fuck's going on with him. The opening scene where they're walking back from the party and he's just standing there with a bag and he's in the dark and he's just like looking over. He, it scared me. Like I was, I was just like, holy fuck, like this clown's. Ugh. And then the the pizza scene. And he's doing like, he's staring over and his mouth is big and his eyes are wide. Like I compare that to, to, to one or the first Halloween. And then two is just amazing. And I feel like he kind of like got his slasher status jacked right up. But I,
3: I I, I think, so I, I, we haven't had a in-depth discussion about Terrifier 2. We did mm -hmm. about Terrifier 1 i think terrifier 2 did a lot of things better compared to one i think the biggest thing they did better is they gave them an adversary Mm -hmm. um i think that made all the difference my hope with terrifier 2 is i hope that by how profitable that movie was and how big that movie was yeah i mean i hope that um what that does is it ushers in whether it's horror or otherwise small projects with low budgets that I think it, it'd it be good to see something that can remind Hollywood like you don't have to have a, you know, 500 million dollar budget to make a great movie. Exactly. Um, and I think that's the bigger thing that I, I'm really hopeful with coming off of Terrifier too is that other filmmakers with other ideas that can get, even if they can get two million dollars to fund their movie and makes i mean the original terrifier movie for all the things that we could say about a good bad or indifferent Mm -hmm. just the budget of that movie and how that movie looks like forget all the other stuff like story or lack thereof or whatever side of that fence you want to be on for what that movie costs to make it looks fantastic yes Um, and terrifier 2 is the same type of thing for what that movie costs to make it looks amazing so i hope that seeing that and seeing that be successful um, allows film or studios to go back to taking risks on small films and getting something out there, which as we said earlier, hopefully will lead to some new ideas. Terrifier yes. two is a sequel, but it still feels like a new idea. Cause let's face it. It's
0: horror. There's only two of them. That's not that, that many. So no. And, and like, look There's what it did. Well, just we're, we're, no trailer too, just to throw that in mm-hmm. there. There was no trailer for Terrifier two and look, how successful and how humongous it is now and that yeah. says a lot too There was like literally like no promotion other than just the, the logo terrifier too so well
3: nerds online talking it up for like years ahead of time so
0: yeah like me <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I feel yeah. like uh, horror movies did really well in the last year or two because, I mean, Smile was also a relatively small budgeted movie and I think it made like $200 million and yeah. like uh, – so – and I I didn't really enjoy it. I didn't think it was great or terrible but I was just kind of like indifferent about it but I was like – like you, I'm like I hope that like studios are seeing some of these, you know, movies that are – you know, again, you don't need to be a $100 million movie to make $200 million movies. You could right. – you know, let's let's – throw some little bit of money at a bunch of smaller filmmakers and maybe make some magic I hate to say it but like a person who was really good at that he's a fucking monster but Harvey Weinstein was really good at like finding these small little guys that were talented yeah. granted he also found women and that was fucked up but, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah like uh I, I'm just I wish there was like someone out there who was willing to take chances on like smaller films like that agreed. Um, I have a question real quick. So I'll edit this part out, uh, guys. I don't know how long you want to do this. We were, I think, we were planning to go around the circle about like maybe uh, a total of three times. I was yep. starting the third rotation. Are you guys in for that, or
2: do you guys got stuff you got to do? No, I'm fine. It's Friday night, and it's eleven thirty here, so I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> you can go to four in the morning if you want. I, don't, I really don't care. <laughs>
1: So I figure uh, we'll we'll hit uh, John, Sean, and myself one more time. That'll be three times around the circle. And then if anyone has any like closing bits or anything we want to go, is that is that cool with you guys?
2: Yeah. If I can grab a beer, go go right yes. in. All right, I'll be right back.
1: Oh. I'm gonna edit that Harvey Weinstein part out because that just sounds terrible. I don't want to talk about him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: he was. I was like,
3: you know, he. You're added- not wrong though. I mean, without. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein, we there's might no not have like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, and you know like
1: Kevin Smith, there's no like Well, he... that might be okay. But <laughs>
3: <laughs> as much as I loved his movies up to a point, like he's really hit a point where I really <laughs> dread anything that
0: he does now. So that's fair. Harvey Weinstein did The Burning too. But well, he was like he was really all the way back then. Yeah. I when I looked up The Burning, he was That had to be
1: like, one of his first movies he produced then. Because it was
0: 81, so...
1: He hadn't started becoming the fucking, you know, sexual predator of the decade, probably at that point.
0: But also, too, you have to get, like, I don't know. I know it's, like, divisive, or it's, like, you know, taboo to say it, but you have the artist and and the the art. You know what I mean? Like, the whole Jeepers Creepers thing.
1: I don't think Harvey was an an artist. I think he just knew who to give the right money to. (laughs)
0: Yes, but, like... You know what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't know. Like, we all know that he's a, p- a piece of shit, but. All right. um,
1: Jump back into it. Yeah. All right. John, just go ahead and we'll start with you giving us one of our hot takes and this will be our jumping back in point.
2: All
3: right. So I'm going to kind of throw a gauntlet in here, I guess. I have two left, but I'm going to go with the one that I think will be more controversial. Ooh. 2022 was not a great year for horror oh okay so the big horror flicks that came out last year uh you'd have terrifier 2 which Mm -hmm. i'd say was one of the better ones although i'm not as big a fan of it as anyone else well sean i don't think sean's seen it yet but i I, I wasn't a a huge fan of it but it was fine i fucking hated barbarian um (laughs) like that movie just literally, just I still get mad when I have to think about it, and I watch it three times to talk about it, and I'm so mad about it. Um, You're just like
1: torturing yourself, yeah, <laughs> which
3: is yeah. proof that John doesn't have a soul. It's okay, right? Um, Hellraiser was supposed to save the, the you know genre or whatever, and it's fine. I think yep. we got a lot more movies in 2022 that were fu- like no matter any one of these you know that came out last year. Oh, uh, X was stupid didn't really care that much about that one. Yeah. Didn't bother yeah. to see Pearl. Um mm-hmm. all the movies that came out last year, I'm glad to see that horror is having eyes like look at it, but I don't think there was a single and I know Terrifier is going to be the one that probably divides everyone, but I don't think there was a single like great movie that came out last
2: year as far as
0: horror is concerned. I agree.
2: I I think it's it was a good year to be hyped about it. But yes. I don't know if the end product was worth yeah. the hype that was generated. i read an I saw a headline. I don't know with the last couple within the last couple of days that was saying something the effect of like horror is back. It's like well horror really never went anywhere, but yeah, um, yeah. you know it's just getting a lot more eyes on it now. I think and I think with the not to get all heavy and shit, but I think with like the way that the world is now and mm-hmm. people being divided and politics and people getting sick and all this different shit, I think it's like it's an outlet that people feel like they need to go to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, you know, while, while it's getting a lot more eyes and it never went anywhere. So it's not, I don't know. I don't, I don't think some of the the movies that, that I know that we watched for the show that we kind of focused on that were horror focused. There weren't, there was a lot of talk behind them, but there wasn't a lot of really great stuff behind it.
0: Yeah. I completely, I agree with that. Like, there was some there was some that were like watchable like you said they're all right but it wasn't like for me it, watchable
3: like- is a pretty low bar for me so. <laughs> yeah. yeah same Sh- sharkula
1: was brought up earlier so right <laughs> uh i'm i'm with you i think that it, that it financially horror did really well at the box office last year that's probably a, a more reasonable thing to say um hmm. i there was some i, I, I i'll I really enjoyed Terrifier too. I think you said that was the outlier, and then I'm probably going to get chewed up for it. But and it was early into the year, but I think it was January. I fucking love Scream Five, so I, I
3: love uh, Scream Five too, and no one uh, else agrees yeah. with me on that. So
1: me and Jordan again Scream Five. Scream's my like go to franchise, so like I love that one. Yeah. Um, but no, I really loved it. A- A Scream was my favorite movie of
3: last year, so. Yeah. yeah I've been chewed out for that several times for the same thing that I think it was as far it wasn't my favorite movie last year, but it was my favorite horror movie last year
1: did I, Top, did Top Gun come out last year?
3: <laughs> no, my favorite <laughs> movie last year was the unbearable weight of massive talent talent Nick Cage playing Nick Cage is always gonna be an easy sell for me. So.
1: Uh, I'm with you on there that's a, that was a fantastic movie yeah.
0: i I just I don't know I I don't like, I think it's great that people loved Five because I think that introduced a new era of Scream to, you know, younger generation. And I'm such an advocate for that because I want horror to succeed. Do I want it to be, like you said, like more eyes are on it, but like, are we going to just keep producing just like mediocre stuff? Like, let's get some groundbreaking, like, you know, memorable franchises like Friday the 13th, Nightmare Mm -hmm. on Elm Street. Let's like get a new villain, get a new storyline or something. Well but, it's pretty
3: clear art's gonna be that. It's just how far yeah. can they take it? And I mean if we want to go like on a little tangent about Terrifier 2, my biggest complaint with that movie right now is that I left that movie with more questions than I went into it. I still liked it more than the first one. Yeah, but if you're gonna give me a two and a half hour movie about a fucking murder clown, don't leave so many open ends. So
1: I mean we talked about it, Sam. Don't introduce a magic sword at minute ten. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Start right, with, with 10 minutes left to go. <laughs> not to mention what happens after the, with the, um, the after yes. credit scene is just like, wait,
1: what? What the,
0: what the fuck was that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And then I, and I, me being a wrestling fan, I was like, why is Chris Jericho here? <laughs> it was just, I was, I was, it threw me off a little bit. I was like, okay, weird,
2: weird. Having not seen this movie, you guys are really selling it. Now I need to, <laughs> we, got, we got Chris Jericho, we got a magic sword. <laughs> We you, got an adversary. What the hell, man? Usually
0: wrestlers shit. do sell
2: it
3: to you. So <laughs> yeah. I know.
0: One of the most like brutal kill scenes I've seen in a while. Like the most creative, I think. Um, which I like to see that because it's going outside of the box. And to see real effects, like Chef's mm. Kiss, I want more practical effects coming back into horror. Like I, I oh, think totally it, agree with that part. Huge, so
2: huge yeah. nod on that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But the the I just I love that we got Scream Five because it gave us Scream Six and it took me like a little bit to to admit that I like actually enjoyed it, but I, I did enjoy it. Like minus You've seen my, it three times. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I mean my mom's like my mom just got into horror. So she watched the whole Scream franchise and the whole Halloween franchise. And she's like, Will you go see Scream Six with me? I can't tell her no. So I went and saw it with her.
2: I think we just need in general need more I think I mentioned it earlier just need more new ideas like we've yeah. got all these franchises we've got these mainstays that are here number one I don't I, I don't know if I said franchise but like can we just have a, a one and done can there just be a movie and some crazy shit happens and it's over like do we like with X you know we watched X not super impressed by it don't want to see Pearl like I don't really care because I wasn't impressed by X yeah what's the other there's like another one is it Maxine. um like, yeah maxine yeah, seen, or but something i think with there's the three, x's. three x's yeah, yeah like <laughs> i don't ca- i didn't care about i thought x wasn't great i don't care about pearl i don't want to see that so can we just like have a, a one-off can we just have like a movie where we just got the one thing that happens the one bad guy can we have new franchises do we have to keep rehashing you know jason freddy well not even freddy shit but like you know michael leatherface yeah. can can we get like somebody new or can we just have more chucky movies for fuck's sake <laughs> we got mid-fregan and a chucky tv show more yes
0: i'm glad like that you, i'm glad that you guys like s- like vocally say that you didn't like x because i feel like i was the one another one percent that i i just didn't see any i didn't understand the hype around it and yeah. then I, I, one night when I was drinking, I'm like, I'm just going to start Pearl. And I started watching it and I was like, uh, like I just can't, I couldn't the, do it.
2: The Pearl character in X was so just aggravating to me that I, it turned me off to even wanting to have an open mind about it. And I'm generally very open-minded about yeah. a lot of stuff. Like if I hear it's good, or even if I hear it's awful, I'll generally turn it on just to see what it's about. If it's something that piques my interest, but I had no like I had my fill with that one movie and I didn't need to. Yeah.
0: It does not. Agree.
1: So I, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll be the, 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 one outlier here. I didn't mind X. I didn't love it. And like, like I was like, I was like, this, this is fine. This is fine. But yeah. of all the movies that I thought, like, you know, does this really deserve a trilogy is like this movie about a porno movie about fucking <laughs> old, murderous old people. We need, we need three movies to tell this story. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs>
0: like that that Uh, when i when it was just porn and then it was like an alligator you know this whatever death scene that was and then old old people people having sex i'm like what the fuck am i watching like why is this even horror this should just be in a category confusing because it was stupid
2: and why did people get so excited about that goddamn alligator
1: 'Cause they wanted something to happen in the movie. You
2: know,
3: <laughs> okay.
1: like,
2: you know what like, like, it was I'll, I'll, give you that. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that.
3: Killer alligator movie.
0: <laughs> All right. Give me I, a creature I did feature. enjoy
3: uh yeah, well, we have cocaine bear for that, but yeah. <laughs> um, I, I did enjoy in X when um, I guess it was the old lady fired the shotgun and they must have rigged her to a pickup truck and pulled her out pulled her out the front door. Yeah. I was like, Well that was pretty funny, but <laughs> past that. <laughs> so
1: Yeah. I it, I believe Jordana when we covered it. I think on our very first time we did a, a an episode together. You're like the whole movie just made me think of like like uh smelling like old lady piss or something like
0: that. You're no, like- <laughs> I, I just like the smell of fucking Ben Gay. That's what, like what you said. You said you said smell. Ben Gay
1: and piss is what you said it made you think of.
0: <laughs> and and like Jenna Ortega, like I get it. Like she's the new everyone says that she's the new and I know she doesn't, she hasn't had like a lot of bleeding roles other than like Wednesday and her part in scream. But I think she's kind of like, eh, she's mediocre for me. I think that Mia goth is just, I just, I just don't, I guess I don't see the the appeal and maybe that's just me, but nothing's like catching my eye.
2: I got to hear John's uh, Jenna Ortega counterpoint. I just like her. Sorry. (laughs)
3: It's something special. I just like her so. I
0: I really enjoyed her in six. I really liked her character, um, and I I liked the characters more in six. What six? What I
3: like? Scream six. Scream, Scream oh, six. Scream six. Okay, yeah. I like, I'm
0: like,
1: I'm sitting here like like what fucking movie are you talking about? All right,
3: <laughs> what? I mean, I guess if this tangent is what we're doing, I mean, what I like about what they're doing with Scream five and six so far. <laughs> is they're introducing the characters in a way that so far I've actually, like, I like these characters. And we've had, I know Sean and I have had this conversation many times. It's something like, it feels like so often in movies they throw that away, like, you should like some of these characters before they get, you know, killed or tortured or whatever. And they've actually done a good job with the main cast being people that, for the most part, I really like. Now, we've already said it was six. The problem is that there's no threat in six and you don't find that out at the end of the movie but right um that's a whole different tangent but as far as like just jenna or Teg in general like she's popping up in things that i like that she's putting herself in a spot where she's gonna get that kind of i don't want to call it a cult following because it's not really accurate but she's gonna get that kind of She's taking the Jamie Lee Curtis route. She's going to get that following and she's going to grow into that. And hopefully she does grow because she looks like she's about 14. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. she's, and what I've seen her in, in going back to like, I, I can't speak for like Disney Channel time, but like, I think The Babysitter was the first thing I saw her in. She's fine in that. She's fine in um, the Scream movies. Um, her like walk on part in that Dave Grohl movie, which the movie as a whole is pretty bad, but she's fine in it. Like, she's not saving any movie by any stretch, but she's been enjoyable in every movie that I've seen her in.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm with you on that. I th- I'm worried about her, though, in a way that I would call it like the Chris Pratt effect. I liked Chris Pratt, and then he started showing up in every franchise and like property that, like, i had a mild interest in and then
3: one day i woke up and i was just like fuck chris pratt (laughs) she's she's a little easier on the eyes than chris pratt and she doesn't seem like she's religious so that helps too that that helps i just i I mean i I
0: disagree oh (laughs) Uh, chris pratt i love him andy dwyer when he had a little dad bod going on like i don't like him all muscular and like douchey like i want him with a flannel
1: I I, did, I just I I want I don't want her to become too overexposed in the genre. Is my worry because sure. I, I just feel like, you know, I don't know. Like at a certain point, you get sick of seeing. I'm like, I got to see somebody fucking else. Like I get it. Every horror sure. person wants to put her in a movie now, but I don't know. I, I just I, yeah. I I I don't want to see her too much.
2: Who was the um, actress that played? Is it Michael's um, Michael Myers' sister, the clown, Danielle uh-huh. Harris? Oh yeah. I feel okay. So counterpoint, hot take to John. I think Jenna Ortega is the Daniel Danielle Harris. Harris, Harris. versus Jamie Lee Curtis. I I think that she's going to be here and gone. Like I think I know her more from the Disney Channel. I know Daniel Harris still young, shows but... up and bitches that she doesn't get enough credit for being in Halloween <laughs> Five. Like a couple years. There you go. That's going to be Jenna Ortega soon. That's my that's my prediction slash. Yeah, her and um, her and what's her face? Uh, Scout.
3: Yeah, they, they have their own podcast and they went on like a rant against um, Bloom and uh, David did Gordon they, Green because, because they, they treated them shitty at the premiere or something like I don't know. Didn't, uh, that, she, didn't she also quit the Hatchet
1: series or did she take over for the Hatchet series? I, I only I, watched the first two of those, so I don't know. Uh, they, well, I... Th- I don't know. I don't want to. Kane just... Hodder again. So. There you go. Yeah. But she, <laughs> she either was in the first movie and then like threw a bitch. No, no, I'm sorry. She took over for someone who threw a bitch fit. Never mind.
0: She, that whole, that whole Halloween thing just irked me because it's like you were in four and five, which I get. Like there's a lot of people that love four and five. And then you have Scout who's in the Rob Zombie Halloween's, which, okay, cool. And just the, the, uh, audacity to think i don't know i I just it it was such a weird situation
3: i'll give scout taylor compton credit for the shit she had to like try to work with in that movie she was a far cry from the worst problem in those two movies
0: yes i i totally agree with that because i actually enjoyed her in the movies but just like how they made it into this like victim mentality and it's like you know jamie lee curtis was promoting and i'm sure she was just kind of like okay Whatever, like let's take this picture. And then they got angry because they didn't she didn't know who they were. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis openly does not like horror movies. She didn't even care about Halloween. It was just obviously like a money grab for her. So having her not be or having them not be as important. Like, I don't know. I didn't know she
1: didn't like horror movies. Does she like yogurt?
0: (laughs) You would (laughs) you would think that she (laughs) hopefully has
1: she been lying about everything?
0: I, I, I don't think I'm wrong by saying that, but wasn't that kind of, she openly just... No, she's, not-
3: she says it, like, all the time. Um yeah, she, hate, she hates horror. She did um, Halloween because she liked John Carpenter. So yeah. that's why she did Halloween. She's said all along that she doesn't watch horror movies. And so. didn't
1: she only get Halloween? Like, John didn't want to cast her, but she only cast her because of her mother.
3: I wouldn't be surprised I, don't believe yeah.
1: that. I thought that was the, the case is that they were like if we put her in the movie we'll get some buzz because of her famous mom but
3: yeah,
1: worked
0: out it, it, it yeah. did work out but I just I feel like that whole they bitched about it for so long and everyone's like oh I'm so sorry and how dare you Jamie Lee Curtis it's like oh fucking come I on mean,
3: at the risk of sounding incredibly like shitty and sexist it just sounded like two middle aged white chicks bitching because someone could hear them that's it yeah. <laughs> So.
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not gonna disagree with you i just feel. I... I feel i feel like they're washed out and they're just mad that no one really like flipped out because they were there
3: yeah and i mean if you had you know not that you could but if Donald Pluntsel's came wandering into the premiere. I'm sure people would have freaked out that he was there, and he was in there. You're all dead way up through six. Yeah. Well, if he was dead, it <laughs> would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! There'd be a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's
0: how do, I don't even know how we got on this tangent. So this is a normal in our show. Sam and I will stop and we're like, "How the fuck do we just get here? Like, what brought us to this?" Hmm.
1: Uh Sean, I think that would bring us to to you then.
2: All right. Well, I actually thought about it this time. Horror movies look better on VHS. Yes. yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the, I guess that's not a hot take then. We're all in <laughs> I can not I mean any I mean I'm I'm already like era appropriate like if I want to watch a movie from the 80s if I want m- watch a movie from the, basically 90s and back, late 90s and back, I want to watch it on VHS if it's a shitty movie. Yeah, uh, and not saying horror movies are all shitty movies, but preferably just... on a CRT TV
3: with yeah. No, like I like
2: it. them. I like them upscaled to 1080p from 360 but interlaced. Played through or a
3: VHS pl- player. Yeah,
2: <laughs> played on my you know off my hard drive. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean they just it just you can't there's something you can't reproduce uh, as a digital copy as a DVD as a Blu-ray. I mean DVD is already sacrilege, so yeah, you can imagine. What a Blu-ray would do to it, but and that's and I hate to keep like harping on this um, "never too young to die" thing, but I heard that the (laughs) Blu-ray copy of it actually has the VHS rip on it, like Mm. as a bonus feature. You can go back and watch it as the VHS rip. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. They should do that more uh, more often. Exactly. Yeah, they should.
3: It's not a cheap Blu-ray. From when when the last time I I I got it, I was looking at it on eBay, and it was like seventy bucks. Like, oh, it's not that fucking great. It's on Tubi, so. And it looks considerably better than the copy that I watched on VHS. Um, yeah. Who
2: here
1: has a, an active working VHS player?
2: I'm jealous. It's, I it's told com- John. It's a combo. I have that too. I yeah. told John my 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 pandemic hobby and he was, I don't know, appalled or maybe <laughs> impressed. I'm not quite sure. What was Mostly that? Impressed. Uh I would I go to um well I was going to like Salvation Army or Goodwill to pick up blank vhs tapes ones that had like handwritten labels so i could see what was on them Oh, so i could you know catch like I, the best thing i got was like a four-hour tape of the a local public access channel that was playing like you know retirement announcements from the city and you know uh <laughs> come to the local uh knights of columbus fish fry for bingo or you know shit like that but i i actually went I took my um, my younger daughter to Salvation Army with me to look and see if we could find VHS. I'm like, yeah, when I was here last time, they had like stacks of them. They're gonna have a ton of them. I went there, none, no VHS, Just gone. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so sad.
0: Yeah, because everyone is collecting them now. And yeah. I I uh, I had a, a a ton, but we had a apartment fire, so we lost. All of that. But I had like Scream and Idle Hands. I know what we did last summer. Like amazing VHS tapes that I wish I still had. I threw I all I,
3: mine out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I picked it's up what, what I did with mine because I didn't want to. Again, we had had this conversation once, but
0: I threw all mine out because I moved. And I was like, I don't ever want to fucking do that again. So, trash. Oh, my God. I heard uh, there might be a comeback though, because Blockbuster's been active on some social media, so people are thinking that Blockbuster Wait. is going well, to, to clear, come back.
1: Have you seen what they're posting on social media? Because no. uh, it seems to be somebody's just drunk and has access to it and is, t- oh. is putting whatever they fucking want on there.
3: Kind of like the Radio Check account.
1: Yep, yep, very <laughs> much like that. Yeah.
3: i don't know if uh, the Radio Check accounts. Again. No, I uh, have the Radio Warner. Check account is a great follow. It so, is.
1: It is fantastic. Yeah. There's also a great one. Um, there's a movie that came out in like the early 2010s called "Norm of the North." It starred Rob Schneider as some sort of fucking as a stapler as a <laughs> as a polar bear. It was like an animated movie. And the, the guy who, like, was, like, the intern at whatever studio still has access to that account. So he just pre- periodically will just tweet, like, like Norm got drunk today and t- t- took a shit or something like that. And then it'll be, like, you know, like, three months later, update. Like, Universal still hasn't figured out. I still have access to this or something like that. <laughs> um, To the VHS talk, I have one VHS in my house. And, like, I could... I want to watch this movie. I've had it now since I bought my house, which was like three or four years ago. Um, Has anyone ever seen the movie The Nest? It's about like killer cockroaches. Oh,
3: no. No, No. but it sounds entertaining. (laughs) I (laughs) I
1: bought it at like a flea market and it looks amazing. It was like $4, Um, but I've now bought three VHS players that don't work. And oh. I, I want to see this movie, but now I think, like, the quest has to be, like, I have to watch it on this VHS tape. I can't cop out and download a copy of this. I have to find nope. a functioning fucking VHS player to watch this one movie, and then I'll probably throw
0: it out just like I did the others. <laughs> <laughs> well, that movie is shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling it might be good, though. I...
2: We're yes. all sold. Good, good, good.
0: good in the bad sense, because whenever I say good about a bad movie we all know what i mean
1: i i it better be fucking good after all this i don't know how many <laughs> 20 dollar vhs players i've bought at fucking garage sales
2: but <laughs> i think we when i went to salvation army i think they still had a couple vhs um players but like even prices which is fucked up but even prices at goodwill have gone up yeah like if i want to buy a shitty you know uh I don't know, Richard Simmons DVD or something. It's $3.99, like $3.99. There was dollars There was a bottle of bubbles that had uh, the, you know, the date that the label was from or whatever. And it was like 19, was it 1990? And on the sticker, on the label itself, it said it was $0.99. Cents. They were selling it, the bottle for $3.99. <laughs> Jesus. Like what? this was more, this is more expensive now than it was 30 years ago when they were selling this thing originally. That's such bullshit. Some expensive soapy water. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like it. what happened
0: to the days of 25 cents? A fucking quarter, a dime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're And if you're like a, a collector who's trying to go back, you, man, these people will rake you over the coals too. I very mm-hmm. recently restarted watching the Sarah Silverman show on um, Paramount, but like half the episodes are gone because they're offensive now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, oh, I'm just going to buy the blue or the, the DVD set. It's like fucking $300, like on every website. And I'm like, like what, what the fuck are we doing? Like, come on, man. I'm not spending $300 to see Sarah talk about poopy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to start pirating that shit.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. that
1: that one, I, I might have to go on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. I actually am throwing a Hail Mary here based on her discussion. I'm going to cross off the one I was going to talk. I wrote down. Um, And I'm going to go hot take here. Hmm. I I'm part of the problem. I think I, I think I've grown to, uh, I like watching movies at home more than I enjoy watching them in the theater.
3: I agree, but because people suck.
1: Yes. That's part of it. I mean, there's certain movies I love seeing in theaters. Like just cause like I saw scream opening day first showing uh, me and Jordana, I made a friend for life. <laughs> uh, uh, but like, ultimately I just want to sit at home, and if I want to get drunk or you know fucking eat a a, a chicken dinner or you know something, I, I just yeah. I'm more comfortable. I, I don't know. I I think i It also could be I'm getting older. I don't know.
0: I feel like there's certain movies that I want to see on the big screen, and that's for me, obviously primarily horror. But I, I, there are some horror movies that I'm like I'll just watch them at home. Like I totally get that and i get the part of people being assholes because they're like the th- theater etiquette is out the window oh yeah
1: you said then your view your first viewing of scream six that somebody like smoked a joint or something you said like in the middle of the right yeah that's enhancing the experience I'm, sh- I'm, sure.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they were just like vaping but like back in my day i would we would smoke all the way there like, you know, to whatever movie theater we were going, we'd smoke and then we'd go eat and, you know, or take mushrooms and go seesaw, which was horrible. But um, yeah, they just like ripped it in the back row. And then the guy went down and got, they were, they were chit-chatting like right in the opening scene. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. And then I don't even want to say anything because I don't know if I'm going to get shot or beat up or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. nowadays, like our, 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 our mall theater. There was It was in the news. There was a family seeing something, and there was teens. And the parent turned around to say, hey, could you – politely, could you be quiet? They fought with the parents. They tried to fight with the kids, and there was, like, this huge brawl, and there was injuries and shit. I'm like, why is going on?
2: I I w- I, oh, I'm sorry. Go. I was just going to say, I had a week off of work uh, a couple of weeks ago, and John Wick – I'd seen all the John Wick movies, and I was like, I'm going to go see – I'll go – you know, it's Friday – yeah. or whatever day it came out and i was like i got all day my kids are gone i don't have any responsibilities any of that shit yeah i'm gonna go see a movie well then i realized john wick is like two hours and 20 minutes or something and i'm like i don't want to sit in the fucking theater for two hours <laughs> and 20 minutes like if i want to get up and take a shit i want to be able, <laughs> able to get up and take a shit and not miss anything yes but, you know yes. so and I, like 65 again to just bring because that was the movie of the year for me um i was i was like well 65 is a minute or an hour and 31 minutes or whatever it's like I don't want to sit there like even I'll sit in my chair at home but I don't want to sit at the theater and watch that and like you said you know every nobody knows how to act in a movie theater and then I thought you know all these John Wick movies we went out and we went to dinner and we went and got drinks beforehand I don't remember what happened in any of those movies I was drunk and I like almost fell asleep (laughs) <laughs> Probably through all these Marvel movies, all these John Wick movies. I don't know what the hell happened. Like, not that you really need to know what happened, but right. I don't remember any of that stuff. I I have so much more. I don't know memories of watching it just on the couch at home, like that. Yeah. I can remember what actually happened.
3: Mm-hmm. I do miss the days where, because um, I used to go to a theater that had a lot of uh, we'll call them interactive audiences, but it was funny. <laughs> Yeah. Like I remember specifically going to see H2O in a theater and you know every 5 minutes we're like no motherfucker look over there that's Mike Mars. <laughs> and that was entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> but like you know we we just everyone went through this like two year period where um, you couldn't go, you didn't even have the option to go to a movie. And for me, the first time I went back to a theater was Scream Five, and and both the Scream movies, I, I feel like I go see those in theaters just because I was like, eh, it's gonna be a while before I can get a good copy at home. By a while, I mean someone's gonna ruin the fucking movie for me before I can get to it. So yeah, yeah. I, I made a point of going to see those, but in um five it kind of was the ice hand like i'm not doing this anymore unless it's something like this where i don't want the movie ruined for me because yeah. um i was sitting there it was it, there was like me and like three other people in the theater and this fucking like dick slap walks in as <laughs> you know here's ghost face like 400 feet high or whatever you know stabbing someone well maybe not that high but he looks and goes loud as hell he goes Is this Scream? I'm like, no, it's you know. It's a fucking notebook, dude. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, that's the type of shit that I'm like, you're not in, again, you want to be like the random like funny person that's enhancing it by Scream, like, oh shit, no, you shouldn't go in there, that dumb, that dumb, like fine, do that. But don't go in there and say things like well, is this Uh, i I'm going (laughs) to interact with you by asking stupid questions like yeah, th- I'd yeah. rather just stay home. It's cheaper, it's easier, and TVs look good enough now. Like everyone has like a 4K TV now. Like you can get one for like a hundred bucks at Walmart if you really yeah. want one. You know, yeah. there's there's really not enough to draw me to a theater at this point.
1: Uh, I get a hundred percent agree. I mean, that's why I'm with it here. Um, I'll say I was in back-to-back movies when I went to them, and I remember one of them was the first Jurassic world movie where there were fistfights in the audience. Like, and I think the other one had been like Batman versus Superman. I don't even fucking know what was around that time, but like back was to back. <laughs> <laughs> be Batman, You're Superman. And, I'm it's, and it still wasn't even the worst experience. So Jordana, we've talked about this before. I get like, I mean, like more fury than I've ever felt in my life when like people are disruptive in a movie theater. Um, the worst one for me was when I went and saw Top Gun, which, the new one, um, which was my favorite movie of, I guess, non-horror of last year or whatever. Loved it. But I had, it was a couple, they were, like, probably in their 60s, they were sitting directly behind me, and this dude, the whole movie is, like, mansplaining to his wife what's going on, but oh she's, like, God. eating every bit of it up. And Honey, tw- that's a jet. <laughs> exactly! <laughs> like, he, fly he, those. He's like he, he'd be like, that's. They're talking about Goose. You know, Goose was in the the last, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And That's then like Tom Cruise, <laughs> and the, to the point that I will never forget this. That I was like, "I want to ask this lady questions about her life." As you've seen the movie or not, but Goose's son shows up in the movie. He's a big character played by Miles Teller. He's he shows up. He's I think he's at a bar in the first scene, and clearly you can tell this is going to be a big character. And no. he's on screen for no more than. 15 seconds and she's like who's he and then he has to like go in and be like well that's goose's son i want to be like is this how you go through fucking life like every (laughs) time someone shows up you're like well they haven't announced who they are what their motives like it's a hundred million dollar movie i promise you if you fucking wait five minutes you're gonna find out who the fuck he is oh i wanted to choke this bitch that's Uh, your son
2: (laughs) remember tommy (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, I'm I, like venting about it now is just making me feel better. Cause I think I was holding it inside. <laughs> this is your safe space. You can talk to us. Let yeah. it out. <laughs> I, and I, 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 and I'm too much of a nice person to like turn around and say anything, but at yeah. a certain point I just had to start being like, I, like when she would say something, I would just kind of give like the, like the passive light, like I'm like, <sighs> and and after like two or three of those I think they picked up on it and they finally (laughs) shut the fuck up
2: then they were texting each other Yeah, (laughs) and the people behind them were losing their minds Uh, it feels good to get that off my chest
0: but those are the people (laughs) that need to stay at home and watch the movie like if you have to sit and discuss it then don't go to the theater and watch it stay home and talk about it like openly uh, totally.
2: Who,
1: who doesn't love to talk during a movie with their friends or family but jesus christ don't go out and do it in front of a packed house
3: god i do miss we used to have a theater here that they did uh wednesday night Bruinview view movies mm-hmm. so for five bucks basically you would go into a barn. and they would play, it was kind of like the b-run uh of a movie so like when they did dollar shows they would get them what six months after they came out yeah um that place is closed now, but that place was fun because it was a bar environment. So you go sit there and you could talk and you could, you know, do all that type of dumb shit. Yeah. But you're also still able to go there and watch the movie and it was loud enough that you could hear the movie if you wanted to, or you could not. So I think I saw Grindhouse like 13 times there Jesus. just because they kept <laughs> getting it. I was like, well, for five bucks,
0: I'll go watch Planet Terror again. So
1: hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Planet Terror. Yeah. Yeah. A bar?
0: yeah. yeah. But I, I love the theater experience, though, when, like, you're watching something where you get the reaction. And it's like, you know, the, everyone's just, like, either, oh, you know, like a gasp or, yeah, or like that. I love that connection, like, having that feeling. But that's where it stops. Like, I can't yeah. deal with your ch- – like, I went and saw the Friday the 13th remake. And I went by myself because at the time, my ex-boyfriend, he was a douche and never went to the movies with me. But I would just go by myself. And it was a small theater. And and I sat, some pucker
3: brought their kid, didn't yeah, they? That's what I was <laughs> gonna guess. Oh wait,
0: oh wait. It, it, this story is amazing. So I'm in the back. The mom walks in, and there's two young kids, and she's like, in this like the row down to the right of me. The guy walks in, so that must be her date. Leaves the kids, goes down like three rows and sits with a dude. I'm like, uh, this is fucking Friday the 13th. So you know the beginning. It's like killing tits. You know what I mean? Like the the whole pot scene and everything. And the kids All the are good like. Stuff. All the good stuff, and I'm like loving it. for the kid's like, I'm scared. <laughs> and has mom's on the date with the guy, and I'm like, Why the fuck? Like, I, I get the whole not having like a babysitter thing, but don't bring your kid to Friday, kids to Friday the Thirteenth, and go on a fucking date. <laughs> it's just odd.
2: Yeah, me. I've seen several in a like movies where like kids are at the movie, and you're like, I mean, I get, I get that, you know, I don't know, Marvel shit is like it's for kids but you know when you bring in your three year old and the movie just came out the kid's not going to remember the movie no. and they're just going to ruin the experience for everybody else
0: agreed
1: I'm so selfish that I still get angry when I'm like when I went and saw Sonic and there's like kids being annoying and I'm like I mean like guys come on Sonic is talking like
2: <laughs> don't you know how to act in the movie? Jesus Sonic god damn it this well, isn't for I- you it's for me <laughs>
0: last night at mario there was a kid and he kept getting up and the mom was next to me and my friends my friends and their kids over on this side and the kid kept getting up and he would just like walk over this way and he would just stare and i wanted to just grab him and put him on my lap and be like will you please watch like you're staring at me as i'm drunkly watching yeah i would have wanted to kick him in the
3: face but you know (laughs) turn him to the screen i guess that's a nicer way to handle it so
0: it was he wasn't even he like would get up and talk to her and then he was just like this to me like just i see this kid looking my way in the dark and i'm like you could have
1: tripped him that would have made it easier so it probably didn't help you told me you were pretty loaded
0: during this movie weren't you we pre- <laughs> we I, we pregame pretty hard we <laughs> had a big Sapporo and then had juice bombs and I was pumped. Like I love Mario. <laughs> I just I love the concept of like going
1: to see Mario
0: like get fucking ripped
1: <laughs> and we're gonna go sit in a theater full of kids. Oh I love it.
0: We like yeah I end
2: up just falling asleep if r- I get r- too too ripped on stuff and just go oh
0: and I'm like what yeah what happened i had a good buzz but it was it added to like the jokes they were super corny they made a mushroom joke with all the toads and i was fucking dying and i'm like the only one laughing i'm like
3: i was gonna I was about to say we're the only one laughing at the jokes <laughs>
0: <laughs> me, me and my friend were we were just like oh we have to be quiet <laughs> it was it was good um all
1: right, well, does anyone have any, like, because ex- I know, John, you said you had four. I don't know if you want to talk about that fourth one or not, Um, or if, anyone has, if anyone has any extras we want to talk about before we close up shop
3: here. Sure. I can throw it in. So. Let's go. What you got? This is similar to one that we've already talked about. That's why I skipped it, but Nightmare on Elm Street isn't a very good franchise. Yes! <laughs> one great movie, seven or eight, like, kind of shitty movies.
2: I love the character. I mean, I love Freddy, but... Really good marketing.
3: Yeah. yeah,
1: I enjoy three of them. But so I'm
3: gonna guess the ones that Wes Craven directed.
1: I don't know because I'm not. Uh, bi- I one, one three and um, three and five.
3: Oh, one three and f- one three and fo- seven was the other one that Wes did. I, New okay. nightmare.
1: I like one. I like Dream Warriors and I like uh, Dream Dream Child.
3: That's the one with the. Fetus Freddy running around, if I remember right. Yeah, doesn't he also do the? It's um, the worst of the three that I enjoy, but I do enjoy it. Isn't that also where he does the uh, Wizard of Oz thing at one point? Is that or that might have been six?
1: So they, they all blend together. Dream Warriors yeah. is actually, if I'm really being honest, it's one in three. Dream Warriors I think is really really fun with the idea of like the kids kind of becoming, they're fighting back with their dreams and whatnot. I thought that mm-hmm. was really fun. Um, and King awesome King. music. Yeah, and uh, who was it, Docking? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Kincaid, yeah. I thought was a really great character. Who, for whatever reason, they decided to just kill him off in the next fucking movie. So that pissed me off. But, no. but I'm with you. I, I think that it's it's uh, it's not a overall very
0: strong franchise.
3: I think it's got better visuals than it does anything
0: else. I agree, though. I feel like, for me, it's one of like my least favorites, just because Freddy scared me so much when I was younger, so I didn't really watch them then, and now I watch them as an adult, and I think it's more comedic, and I don't find them scary. And I, there's other franchises, or other movies I'd watch over. It's kind of like, for
3: me, like watching Chucky, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I could fuck this guy up. I'm not really too worried about him <laughs> coming after me, so... <laughs> John would just
2: throw him in the closet and close the door.
1: I think a big problem with uh, the nightmare on Elm street as a franchise is that it's one of those movies that every movie completely rewrites. It's like lore. Like, I mean, in the first movie, he's the boogeyman in your dreams. In the second movie, he literally comes out of a gay man's chest. So like, it, it's, you know, <laughs> just what are we doing here? I, I there's no consistency. Um, and uh, totally, you know,
3: the pool party scene is pretty funny if you watch it just from, like, isolated from the rest of the movie. Because it looks like some moron just dressed up like Freddy Krueger and chased a bunch of people yeah. around the pool. <laughs> <So>. Totally. <laughs> Chew yeah. is
1: worth watching just for the, you know, like, I, I love, have you seen, the, you said you like documentary, Sean. Have it's... you seen the, uh, Scream Queen about Mark Patton? And um, they did a whole thing about Scream 2 and how they finally, like, got the director to admit. He's like, yeah, I made a gay movie. Like, I told, I knew it was gay when I made it, and I made it, and it is what it is. Like,
3: so- I, I can appreciate the social commentary in that movie, too, but yeah. the movie as a whole, it's like, you get that whole scene with the fucking bird that explodes that makes no sense. Like, half that movie, half that franchise, there's no rules in the franchise. Like, it, it's like you said, the lore gets reinvented, so... Yes, you can do whatever you want, but it kind of takes you out of it at the same time. Yeah. I'm with you.
0: Yeah. And I feel like New Nightmare is the the one that I rewatch most. Scream negative one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, you have, like, the Nancy element in it. And then you have, like, I don't know. I feel like the more menacing Freddy, it's, it's, it's like, a little bit darker. But it's still, you know.
3: New Nightmare is fine because it's a great concept. It's not... It's funny because I'm calling it Scream Negative One, but it's really it's a great concept that he just made way better a couple years later. So right. he was honing an idea. Yeah. Yes, you could see it.
1: Yeah. Um, I am with you on this. Th- I'm actually we, me and Jordana have talked though, and I granted we said before we want like new concepts and new movies. I I do, but yeah. I am genuinely shocked that they where, like, they gave one attempt at a reboot on the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. It flopped horrid. It's my least favorite remake ever. Yeah. Um, But, like, I'm genuinely shocked that nobody has ever been like, well, let's try again. Like, I, what the fuck happened? why they just give up on it?
3: Because they leaned too hard into the whole, like, petter-ass part of yeah. Freddy. Like, that was always kind of hinted at in the original however many movies. But in the remake, they're like, Oh, yeah, by the way, I diddle kids with this, like, knife hand or whatever. So, um, hey, here I, I come. <laughs> like, yeah. that doesn't fly. Like, you can get away with a lot of stuff in, in that genre. And you can even get away with that to an extent. But when you're trying to take a – you're taking a character that you feel people have that character tattooed on them. They have them, like, on T-shirts, and they, they wear them, like, proudly or whatever. <laughs> you can't just go out there and, be like, by the way <laughs> – you know, you can't just throw that in as like, I'm such just a like major this
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. It didn't work at all. Like right. that, yeah. that tone did not work. And also you oh. would think that with a Freddie a remake, it would be scary. Like you'd want it to be scary. I don't remember anything that was scary other than his CGI. Oh, well, you know, like, I, it yeah, was that's... horrible.
1: John, that's that's so funny. I never thought of it that way. Like like you said, like people are fans of this guy. Like you know, like mm-hmm. you said, you've got a tattoo of him on there. And it, well, I don't. It, well, literally. I'm not saying. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm saying like, but think this hypothetical person that is out there has a, like a tattoo of Freddie, and he goes to see his, his boy on the screen, and it's like, yep, nope, I definitely touched him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a slap in the face to be like, ah, oh, well, gonna have to get this covered <laughs> up now. <laughs> Uh, I guess I like I like
2: black squares right. <laughs> yeah,
1: <just get> that. <laughs> that's why you don't see too many people with Michael Jackson tattoos I guess uh, oh, I'm sure they're out there I'm sure they're out there
3: <laughs> yeah. there's people that still think that's a conspiracy so yeah
1: wolf I'll keep him off my body for now uh, uh, has anybody else got any uh, any any hot takes that they got uh the cooking in their brains right now?
2: I barely brought the three that I talked about. The yours were
0: good too. They I mean, good. everyone nice. everyone had great hot takes, but off the top of your noggin, that was those that was impressive. Good. Yeah,
3: Sean um, is the most professional podcaster because he prepares by not preparing. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, guys. Uh, do you want to plug uh,
1: your podcast uh, before we uh, we take off here?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, so. Uh, yeah, our show's uh do Dewe- our podcast is Dewey Pod Monster. Uh you can find us on our site, which is crap.town, uh, most appropriate site name because we have the domain already. Um, <laughs> we're on social media pretty much anywhere you can find us. It's at Dewey Pod Monster. If it's out there, I'm probably on it, although some are more responsive than others. Uh we also do beer stuff, but I'll let Sean talk about that because he's better at talking about beer.
2: Yeah, well, so john likes to say and i think i've said it i am the authority on Michigan craft beer yes i didn't get the (laughs) intro so you can find out all that shit uh on youtube.drafttherapy.com we've been doing a lot of interviews with local breweries and that's kind of my passion um but yeah you can find all that stuff about michigan craft beer and you can find me on the social media that john pretty much runs at (laughs) draft therapy (laughs) on all the social media networks all right.
0: Cool. Yes. Well, I'm really glad that you guys were our first guests because this was a lot of fun and yeah. hopefully we can do like a return maybe in a little bit of more hot takes or something different.
2: Yeah. Okay. We, we need to figure out how we can get you guys on our show. We we haven't uh we haven't we haven't gotten that <laughs> down yet, but that's that's in the pipe. Yes. Yeah, so we've well, we'd had we'd a couple people time. We've had
3: a couple people we threatened to be guests on our show, but it just hasn't happened yet, so <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, guys. Uh, I think, uh, that'll
1: be wrapping it up for today. Thank you very much to you, uh, both Sean and John, um, like rate, subscribe, follow, do all that fun shit. Uh, guys, Jordana, you wanna say, say bye.
0: Yeah. I mean, thanks for watching and we'll see you guys real soon. Bye. Bye.